It's the Pelone and Chubby Show with your hosts, Rick Salas and Guy Murray, talking about comedy and everything that crosses their mind. It's the Pelone and Chubby Show. (laughs) We're live! Live now! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pelone and Chubby Show, episode number 47? Who freaking 47, huh? Yeah. We're getting up to that number five oh now. Hey, how about this? I was looking at the uh, calendar, and uh, can you uh, remember what our birthday is? What's my August? August? No, it was uh, for Tremont. It was uh, it was uh, the second or third week in August for. Uh, our tester was the sixteenth. But yeah. but for um, for the Plum and Chubby show, we were. Uh, August or September something. September third. Was it September third? But it didn't hit. Uh, it didn't hit the pod bean yeah. until mid mid September, I think. So anyway, we're coming up on uh, Happy Birthday to the Plone and Chubby Show. Happy birthday! It is Wednesday. We're happy to be back. Happy you're back and uh, tune in. Put your seatbelts on and have some fun. This is the Plum and Chubby Show. I'm Rick Salas. I'm Guy Murray. I'm Jay Feverman. And we are without Mark the Blind Guy, but that's uh, quite all right. Uh, I thought he was, he's just playing Mark the Invisible Guy. Too. Mark, yeah, the Invisible. The the, the You're trick a lot is quieter over there. The you trick is on he's us. Not mumbling as much. Yeah, now we're <laughs> we're blind and uh, yeah. So yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, less mumble. Uh, we love Mark. Uh, however. Uh, we have some uh, issues he to work some, out. He brings some. He brings some sassiness. A different angle, yeah. He's got some classic lines. <laughs> yeah, super does. classic lines. Uh, so it's it's pretty cool. But uh, a busy week in the news, uh, comedy wise around town. Eh, whatever. Uh, we are planning for our third installment of the Plone and Chubby comedy series. At the Wildwood here in Vista, mm-hmm. Thursday, the 30th of August. People have already been calling and texting when's the next show. We weren't sure if we were going to have a next show, but mm-hmm. it is official. It is going to happen. We are uh, going to be on. We were on stage. We were petrified. But we got two and under our belts, and now number three is about to come alive. And so we'll be there. I don't know where he's going with the words, but it's Gloria Gaynor. We are alive. We We didn't rehearse that at all, obviously. Obviously. (laughs) Hey, so are you picking it up? Uh, I am not. I seen it. You did? I'm tagged and sharing. I'm on 20 shares already. Really? Yes. People like him. So, uh, what, uh, anybody got, there's tons of stuff, like I was saying, uh, what's going on, uh, whoever wants to jump in and, uh, and go with what happened, uh, throughout their week, you know, feel free. Well, I got to be the hump day guy today and I get, went to the Instagram feed and, um, got feedback that my hump day was pretty effective. Your Very hump. Oh, you at work you're talking about? Yeah. 
You got to be the uh, I got to be the, the caller. I got to be the caller, man. There you go. And I got good feedback on Instagram and, and Snapchat, so it's all good. But you do it at work with everybody. Yeah, we after we wrap up our meeting with the whole thing. Yeah. And we we get it get it, things popping. So I got to I got right. good feedback on my hump dayism. That's good. You got good feedback because I I believe that there are always some uh, expectations. Like, yeah. like if they were to have a a, a dance, uh, what do you call it, a night at your job, and they're like, oh, guy's going to get out and dance, there would be a lot of expectations, like, guys should know how to dance, right? Yeah. Expect the guy know how to dance. Right, right. Why is that? Why do you think guy would know how to dance? Well, uh, same reason, like, maybe uh, he, he would make a good MC at a party, yeah. announcer, yeah. the party started. Yeah. Or like when you're at uh, the gym and... And there's going to be a pickup basketball game, and you have never seen anybody play. You're new there. Yeah. Uh, naturally, you're going to pick probably, probably the black guy first, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, those are. You would think uh, you'd have rhythm. Yeah. Everybody always complains about the stereotypes, you know. And my yeah. buddy Dennis Gaxiola, he always says, hey, you know, if you're tired of the stereotypes, and do something about it, you know, change. You know, like if if. Uh, Stop being so good at basketball. No, LeBron? no, he's saying like, you know, all the negative <laughs> yeah. stereotypes, you know. Yeah. But I always say, you know, uh, well, I mean, okay. it goes both ways. It goes yeah. both ways. Yeah. Right. Then there, I mean, there is no negative stereotype. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's some that are like... What's a negative What's a negative stereotype? Well, like like uh, uh, 20 Mexicans fit in a car or whatever, you know. That's an exaggeration. And that's how, that's how we roll. And an embellishment, that's... A, I mean, but that's not... I mean, there is some truth to it, but... It's truth. Or like all black people like fried chicken. Not all black people, but damn it, the majority. Right. I love fried but chicken. But I'm just saying, like, these are like <laughs> these are like but super stereotypes. Those are super stereotypes, but there's not right. a negative. There's, how can it be a, well, a, a, a stereotype and be negative? Right. Negative. Well, I, I, like I say, it goes both ways. Some of them are like super, you know, you know, stereotypes that are uh, uh, people don't like. But what like if if I was black, I wouldn't feel bad about the stereotype. Like if there was a white lady in her car and she stopped at the crosswalk, and I was walking across. If I was black and I was walking across a crosswalk, and the only thing she can think of that keeps running through her mind is what an incredibly large cock I have. That's a that I don't mind that one. That one's okay. <laughs> but still, she shuffles to lock the door. All right, all right. Go ahead and lock the door, bitch. Because I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy with that one. Well, I'm but just now, find, find but now, positive. but now, people that know you when you're walking by them, <laughs> women, they they lock the door anyways because it's just because they they know you, right? They don't want you to talk to them or uh, or to say anything. You, you know, he's what? gonna say something. That's a, you he's know, gonna what? say something racially offensive. I'll tell you what. As as I get older, that happens a little bit more. When I was younger, never. But like as I get older, a little bit more. You know, like. They're they're like uh, not as uh, easy to walk up and talk to. They give you more of that. Uh, are you, well, you fucking out of your mind? Look. You know? <laughs> right. Well, you don't like talking to them, anyways. I not you really. Should. Like you know, I'll engage, but yeah. You know, it's it's not. So I, whatever you know, it is what it is. You know, as you get older, you know, things happen. Shit happens. Like I said, now I'm like. Before it was the uh, the chicks with the uh, the daddy issues. Now it's the chicks with the, the grandpa issues. Whatever. So I mean, you know, it's the way it is. But I got that. 
I got that triple X reunion coming up, the 30th reunion of our oh, high school wow. reunion. That's a big when, one. When is yours? September 14th. I'll be up in Redondo Beach at the Crown, whatever. Well, it's actually the, not too far. In the Redondo Harbor there. Okay. Uh, so uh, they're starting go? to get a little talk about it. Yeah, I already got my tickets, got the room, the whole thing. Oh, cool. I did it for a reason. <laughs> because I'm the kind of person that will, like, plan a trip, and then as it gets, like, couple days before the trip, I'll call and cancel everything, I and I won't go. It's like some sort of stage fright. Like, you yeah. You're going to be able to get some, some of that stuff refunded then if you so, do that? No. This this time, I'm not going to uh, I'm not gonna cancel it. Uh, Mark's calling. He might be outside. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to cancel it this time. I did it for a reason this way, so that I wouldn't cancel it, but I'm so tempted to... Uh, like, I don't know, man. I got this fear that I'm going to go to this thing and uh, and everybody's going to be uptight and it's not going to be that fun. Because where, 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 where I am from, you know, where I grew up and everything, you got a lot. Was he there? No. Maybe he's at the front door then. Maybe he was just calling saying, I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, uh, so he, uh, I don't know, sometimes you just kind of get that vibe like, like uh, it might not be fun. Well, I I think the in person, up close in person um, access is going to improve uh, the relationships. Most people reconnected on Facebook and. Was he there? Uh, uh, no, but he. I don't know. Uh-huh. Anyways, he might show up. It's Mark. He's usually late. But like, um, uh, here here maybe here's the issue. Okay. I'm older now. All the other people are older. Yeah. Am I supposed to act different now that I'm older? Am I supposed to be like way more like mellow or or, <laughs> more, or boring? Because I went I went to my cousin's. Uh, remember, I was up in uh, Hermosa Beach at the saloon. Yeah. And yeah. watch watch uh, my cousin's uh, CD release. Well, me being the way that I am, I was taking videos the whole time, and uh, and I was partying my ass off. Dancing, you know, like having a good time. Having a good time, Probably but not as good as it was. Guy dancing, but it you was were dancing. no, but this was white people music, so I was in my <laughs> element, right? A lot of Pat Boone, right? Nah, so uh, they do like all originals and shit. Clay Aiken, but the other band that was after them was like you know like fast, like a little punkish, metalish. Anyway, the, Slayer. So I was having fun, yeah. but if you were like looking from the outside, you would have thought. He's having way too much fun, like at a whole different level than the rest of the people here, <laughs> right? But they took it like at least because he won't answer the phone no more. Don't talk to me, whatever. Uh, like like I was trying to one up him or or show him up at his own event. Wow. You know, and and uh, and that's not that's not the case at all. I just have one speed, you know. When when I'm uh, drinking out, having fun, doing my thing, yeah. dude, yeah. I, I you know it's balls to the walls. Uh, that was you know, me. Yeah. That was me when I was drinking. And I always. I don't have like oh you know chill. Either that or I'm sitting in the corner all by myself and I don't say nothing to nobody. When it's time to turn you it know? on, like when I do shows and stuff, right. I have a few beers to get started, and that was it. It was it was showtime, and it was life of the party, freaking crazy man, beer bonging on stage. But it was kind of like I was uh, like 
Frank the told that it was a little bit on the creepy side, like mm. weird, you know? I'm like, what? Just because I was fucking, you know, filling the music and, you know, having fun? Yeah. So... Whatever, man. I don't. I'm. I'm past the point in my life you can't, where you can't I have to get a, feel acceptance and all that shit. But I can stay here, in my own house. I can stay local and go out and have fun, and not spend the money, not be around a bunch of fucking deadbeats, and about around a bunch of people that are like so cool that they just want to hear themselves talk. Well, you know? I think people, most people, like uh, I've stayed in touch with, you know, with quite a few people from uh, high school. And Yo. go ahead. I stay in touch with What's them, up, and dude? dude. Most people mellow okay. with age, oh, you're and they're in the the little issues oh, okay. were. Uh, hey, what number should Mark call? Who wants to call into the show? Seven six zero five six five three seven one three. Five six five. He knows the number. Three seven one three. Yep. Yeah. So uh, most of them are. Pretty cool. I got a few outliers who who I who used to be cool who I just go, wow. Of course they probably think the same about me. Five six five three seven one three. The whole world. The whole world. Yeah, seven six oh. They don't know you as the whole world. Oh, even Mark? So Mark's going to call in. I guess he's not going to be here tonight, so he wanted to okay, well, listen, grace us with in. his presence on the telephono. Okay. So no, I, yeah, no, I get what you mean. I'm just like... I don't know, man. Well, most most people, I think they mellow with age. And my, uh, like I was telling telling guy here, is that, <clears throat> and most of them are cool. I have a few that I, but you know, you're gonna time is gonna make a difference, especially if you have kids. That career, that's that's a huge deal. And uh, I see some of my and like anything like, <clears throat> well, we have different standpoints. Like on Facebook, when you see somebody. You'll post something, and that's fine. It's because who you are. You have no problem, you know, and putting something up that you know is going to piss people off or set something going, oh. like these fires when you had the freaking the the Michael Jackson thing. And then, uh, but myself, I just I just go with like what my dad taught me. He goes, man, if you ain't got anything good to say, just stay out of it. He goes, right. unless he goes, unless there's something you really it needs to be said, you know. Oh. Like my dad's like, I only kicked two guys' butts in the military. And he goes, a lot of guys want to start. He goes, unless they really push. He goes, he goes, and then after you do that, I think maybe it was only no, maybe it was just the one guy. He goes, one guy just he had it in for me. He goes. I don't oh. like to do that, but he goes, one guy, you know, he pushed you too far. He goes, then you kick his butt, and then after that, people leave it alone. You know? On oh, the line, we got Mark. Are we you got Mark? Us, Mark? Wow. Yeah. He's not coming. Wow. You guys are going to talk about hello, hello. Not there. Can you hear? My name. Oh. Is he coming over? Oh. Huh? So he's not going to be on Facebook. Then. Oh. Huh? Speaking of Put it on the microphone right there, the headphones. Can check, check, check. Yeah, I got you, bro. Speaking of fires, I'm over here in Paris, California, where it is on fire. You cannot see the sunset from this racetrack. What are you doing up there? Uh, watching people ride dirt bikes. Oh yeah. I was I carpooled over here with a buddy of mine. He took his boy, two kids, out here to ride dirt bikes and wanted me to be a rope dog. So I was picked up early this afternoon. That works. But driving out here. You can look over and see the front line of the fire. I mean, really, guys. Everybody's saying it looks like Dante's Peak. Yeah, where where are you at? You're at you're in Paris. 
I'm in Paris, California at one of the two bike race tracks. It must France? Be, Paris, must, France? It must, wow. It must be like a, a 120 out there, huh? Doug. Uh, hey, is it like 120 out there? He's kind of close to the no. fire. He's yeah. in Paris. It's like 320. I'm 320 like, degrees. I'm sorry. <laughs> so how far is the fire from you? Oh, it's about three miles. Three miles? Oh, about five miles, give or take. Far enough to where they're not shutting down. You got somebody that can get you out of there? Hey, but you know what? That's what I like about rednecks, man. They're fucking committed to dirt bike riding. If it was like a racetrack, a, 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 oh, no, like a yeah. dirt race, like NASCAR or something. Is that what he's doing? Hey, is he riding a dirt bike? We might close it down. And they said, oh, we don't care. We get 20 or 30 minutes to ride there. Right. We won't do it. Yeah, fuck it. We can run from the fire. Man. Yeah, no, that's what I love, man. They're that's committed awesome. to their shit, you know? Man. Like if it was NASCAR or something, they'd be like, Will, look it. You watch the first five uh first five laps i'll watch the second five laps and then we'll, we'll alternate and then you keep one eye on the fire if it comes up within 10 feet let me know so we can run <laughs> but we're here to see nascar fuck that <laughs> we didn't uh, stop the fire. Flying. they're like no nah, it's okay kind of inappropriate <laughs> they don't care huh yeah you know hey they they don't live their life they're to the ripe yeah. age of 13. They done done everything possible. Yeah. <laughs> They're ready to see their maker. Yeah. <laughs> Is that where it's 13 was okay, a good cool. thing. Yeah, I 13. was having a blast at freaking 13. Hey, though. redneck years is like your dog years. Like <laughs> <laughs> 13 for your typical rednecks, like 58 for normal yeah, people. <laughs> yeah. He done made it to 13. He made it to them golden years. <laughs> yep. Yep. He already had six kids of his own. Shit, he I already made it with his cousin. My <laughs> wife's cousin, sister Sue Ann. So. <laughs> that was a good joke there. Man. Ah, shit. Well, hey, Mark, <laughs> you have fun out there. But, Keep one eye on the fire dog. I just thought I'd call in and be live with the news at the fire in Paris, California. He's burning. You got one of, your, you got one of the members actually there live. See it in his face. It's proof. See it. Eyewitness. Or <laughs> can you smell it? Can you smell it? He's still going to be there and see it. Lord Almighty, I'll bring back some ash temperatures. for you. Here's a real, here, hey, here's a real terrible joke. You can, joke. You can high, bless high. me with some ash, Holy Roller. Here, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jay Holy Roller. Yeah. Hey, here, here's, here's okay. a real terrible joke. Terrible. Okay. I just hope there's no more kids chained to any beds out there if the fire blows through there. Wow. Chained beds. He went there. Huh? Too soon? Wow. Huh? Too soon. Was it was Paris where the, all the kids were chained to the beds? Too soon. With that one family. Yes, <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. And the fire, yep. the fire's there. Hmm. I think the technical yeah, term is baby roast. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm, the, I'm leaving that one alone. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. You're huh? saying, I, I, thought, I thought you just meant it would be like a corny joke. I didn't realize it was going to uh, be like a, oh my, I don't, I do, oh my gosh, you didn't really just say I, that I do joke. shock and awe. Yeah, that's that, that was shock, and I oh. can't believe you did that, yeah. that man. That, that's, but okay. That's, that's keeping it know. current, keeping it real. <laughs> Making my little joke earlier seem like nothing, man. Because, you know, <laughs> you know mine was like, whoa, he did a little Billy Joel. That was just, whoa. Keeping it real, my neighbor. So what, uh, huh? He used the N-word. What's up? He did. He used the neighbor word. I can't believe he used that N-word. Neighbor? Who? Yeah. Uh, neighbor? Hey, my neighbor. Everybody's my neighbor. Right. <laughs> All right, Mark. 
You go out there and have some fun. Yeah, be careful, buddy. You guys be careful. All right, we're, have some good times. Talk about some well, We're okay. Because I will be listening <laughs> you're, in later. You're over. I'm you're up over. in the middle of the night. All right. Doing then. nothing. Cool. Oh. We will, we will see uh, you soon, dog. Talk about great subjects. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, we appreciate you calling and, uh, in, dog. Jay Feverman, drink a beer for me. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know it. Right now. He's going to do it right now. I'm doing it right now in honor of Mark the Blind Guy. I'm yeah, drinking this Mark. B-E-E-R. You know, I could see uh, Jay. I could it? see, look at I could see Jay possibly at one point having a beer for somebody, but I have a feeling it'd be like, huh? I think so. I think it'd be like if uh, maybe he got a divorce and he was really like, F it. Like, just no, but like he was like, oh, I'd be a total, I'd be a total slut. Hey, bro, he was, he was just, he was just, he was just feeling it, you know? And some chicks laying in bed, uh, you know, spread they're like, Jay, it's all yours. All you do is have one beer. He's like, fuck that. Beer's gone. <laughs> but not for Mark. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it'd be a pretty special occasion. <laughs> yeah, I took that not drinking pretty seriously. But no, I'd be a, I'd be a dog. <clears throat> I told my wife, I go, you, if we ever broke up, I go, I'm never getting married again. And you're done with it? Oh yeah, no. I I, I said one and done, one and done. Hell yeah, dude. No, because I love my wife. I really yeah. do. Well, so if she, it's not even. I don't even know if it's if so she, much of that. It's just. I just, I just, I could never see doing it again. I told her. I said, "Is there?" Because that was your my, first. That's my, your first. My first marriage and the only one it's going to be. I All said. Right. I said. My dad. Here's what my dad taught me. He goes. He said this. His dad taught him this too. And they were both married to the same woman until death do them part. Um. My, his his father told him he goes he goes son with women let me tell you some things he goes you don't ever hit them okay oh. you get you get upset my dad told me the same thing he goes if you get really really they start driving nuts because men and women are different they just think differently so sometimes it's just going to get crazy and she, they're going to and you get really upset he goes take a walk go for a drive get out clear your head out and then come back and then talk it out and then he said now if you get married he goes, when you find the right girl and stuff, he goes, you got to try it once. He goes, for marriage, he goes, you got to try it once. What, he in goes, the butt? <laughs> no. <laughs> he said, and then he got no, <laughs> Jesus. Just, wow. Wow. <laughs> and he said, and then he got no excuses. Uh-huh. You know, just try it. He goes, if you, you got, you got to try it once. He goes, for me, it worked out. And for my dad, it worked out until my mom passed away. And with her, that's it. I said, I'm doing this one time. I had no intention. I was that one guy going, I uh, I didn't. I didn't notice the good stuff between me and my my father and my mother growing up. I noticed a lot of the bad stuff of the relationship, but not that it was a really. Looking back, it really wasn't that bad relationship because I saw some of my some of my buddies and what was going on at home there. So uh, yeah, so I said one one and done. And I said I, if it ever if it ne- I go we'd have to be. I said if it ever happened, we'd have to still be cordial because we got our we got our son. All right. But I have. I can't imagine ever doing it again. Cause think about it. Um, yeah, I don't know, but you're you seem like your wife's pretty awesome. I, Kathy's pretty. She's pretty. Oh, great. she is. She's great, and she puts up with you. So she's she's like super woman. She's Wonder Woman, is who she is. Right. <laughs> you know. I, I see the resemblance now. <laughs> you, you know what? <laughs> so, but I, I can't imagine ever. 
Like I, my, my wife has her eccentricities, and she's awesome, and I love her. Fabulous mother to our son. But right. I would never in a million years ever consider doing it again. Wow. Have you been? I mean, uh, no, I, I would never do. I just for me, it's just I just said I, I said this is the girl, this yeah. is the one, and if it didn't work out, <clears throat> I mean, then I'll just be a boyfriend, <laughs> and that's it. Because I already got my kid. Got I got kid. my kid. I'm doing. I have a. I have. I'm, I'm doing something that I love to do. Right. Doing the, doing the podcast and comedy, and shooting videos. I I love. It's something that I really enjoy doing. Okay. I've already done. All, all the, the my bucket else. list of stuff that I wanted to do basically except for in comedy where I want to take it in acting yeah which I'm working how, towards I, how, how old are you uh don't ever say that <laughs> no but like well, we need to but I'm, we're in the, we're in the same ballpark guys. all right we're in the so same. if your bucket list <laughs> what is your bucket list you say is already pretty say, much uh, done right yeah, right. I was in a I was in a so, band forever since I was I, a kid. I understand, but but yeah, I did but it all. I guess it depends how your bucket list starts. Some of us have a have a spoon list. Some of us have a cup. So you have list. a guy you want to spoon with? <laughs> no. <laughs> Who's this that you want to spoon with? Some people have a cup list. Some people have a a, a, a bucket list. You know, some people have you, a. Why do you have to go? You're gonna go dark and dirty. You don't have no, to do that. Dark and we dirty. can still be funny. It's not. I'm just saying, like yes. you can still be funny without that. It's yes. not. It's not dark and dirty. I haven't even got I there yet. I know you. It hasn't even got to that. I've yet. met you. I'm just saying, like I got stuff on my list. There's like a, I think I'll probably die and only achieve a quarter of my list. You know. Okay. Well, the dark and dirty stuff. I've already done that. Okay. When it okay. comes to women, Limited. yeah, the the and then the things that I really care about, I've got my son, had my wife, and we're doing those things. There's other things, but I'm just saying, like, well, I'm, I'm marriage. Saying, I can't even imagine doing it again, like but, at all. But I'm saying, like, bucket list could be like skydiving. Oh, sure, sure. Petting, now, a, petting a shark used to in be. the wild <laughs> while you're snorkeling. I actually have a video of yeah. that pet shark. Yeah, yeah. It didn't get the views it should have got, but it was pretty. It's a pretty good one. Run, running naked through Afghanistan. <laughs> that would not be one of them. Running of the bulls. I would love to go overseas and entertain the troops. That would be cool. Oh, that would be dope. Over like like yeah. in Iraq, where it's not quite so bad and stuff. Well, I, I put this question out there, and I didn't get too much, but it's like as a traveling comic, or whenever you're away from home. And you wanted to do... Now, I have a bucket list for that kind of stuff. People I want to perform with and all that big time. There now. you go. And then so doing thing. SNL, all that stuff. There, all that's where there's... I'm just, just scratching the surface. See? See? Absolutely. See? There's See? a... I was talking about like marriage and So the list is not stuff. that... I've already. Yeah. You were going dark and dirty. No. Well, I figured that's where you were going. Oh, not why? Because you, you always black? do. Because I'm black. <laughs> no man. I can see you guys looking at me saying. No, there's yeah. Of course, when it comes great. to comedy and entertaining people, there's still a ton of stuff that I have on my list. See now, I think we all do. Another town, you can be anybody you want to be, and now you're performing for a different bunch of people. Yeah. They don't know Jay. They don't have time for the Jay story, but what do you hit them with? That list for me, other than like 
doing this show or shows like this, mm-hmm. uh, that's like the only thing left, like on my list. As far as, far as like doing shows in front of, you know, how many people working with all these different people, whatever, I don't really even give a shit about that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like that part of my list is done. I'm, I'm good with it. You know, I've met fucking all these people. I don't. Oh, yeah. There's certain, you know, I, yeah. Honestly, would, did you have a negative experience there? Because most of the people that the I whole met. Fucking oh, oh, trip. No, no. Opening up for people. Nearly everybody I met at the end of the day, just because oh. I never wanted an autograph or anything. They were just cool. Most of them, they were like, they were cool. They are chill. Having a beer with. A lot, of, you know, you know or, or eating backstage with somebody. Yeah. It was they, they most they were cool. At, at then it was a big deal. Now, when I bump into a, like a comic who's got some success, or whatever, I just it doesn't. I just don't care. It's just. But I'm like, what I do is I go, I try to watch them as how they've mastered their craft, and go okay, seeing where they're going. Then if they want, if I can ask them a question, maybe like right. little bits of advice. And that's what I always do is try to get. Because I just like, but I, they, I just want to get better at the craft. You know, they always take it. They always take it like you're, you know, starstruck or something. Nah, I don't get that. And I, 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 I never. I definitely. Uh, after I almost, uh, after Ben Stiller almost kicked my butt, after that, there was no being starstruck. <laughs> I love that story. That was, I do. I he love was, that he story. literally was going to kick. Yeah, I was just like, don't, please don't kick my ass, man. <laughs> yeah, he, goes, he goes, well, Jesus, you're huge, man. I th- he goes, I thought you were trying to kill me. I just want to say hi. <laughs> he goes, like, do you think some of these people, because they're at the level that they're at, that they, it's not that they demand it, but they kind of expect a certain level of awe. And then when you don't give it to them, mm-hmm. that they're offended in a way. Like, I don't know. Maybe like, insecure people, but I don't but, know. But most of people, who's most of, not? Most like, of the famous people I met were pretty chill. I know, but but you're you're giving them like, like what if what if you were to meet, uh, say Robert De Niro, which is a pretty big star, right? Yes. All right. So let's say you meet him. Most people are like, oh my god, oh my god, right? Uh, just, right. But what if you were like, hey, what's up? And no, that was it. That, that was it. That was, that's no, basically. Saying, what, like, I'd be like, cool. Bro. I'd be cool. It's Bob De Niro. Robert would probably be like. Right, like I don't know, like almost brushed off in a way, but you know, yeah, like no effect whatsoever. And he's used to getting that, like, you know, whatever. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I think think sometimes these people like they might be. They expect something more than what it is. There maybe some of them they're grateful they don't get that because they get so tired of it. Maybe I think it's human nature, though, man. I'm only human. Flesh and blood of man, Robert De Niro, born to make bad movies. He's actually made some great ones, he's but made some really good. he's made some really bad oh, ones last, too. But last he, last he, of no, but yeah. you know what? It's, it's, but his his early stuff, wow, he's got some amazing. Hey, you know what? Know the great one, the where he's the Rupert Stillskin man, and the, what is it? The comedian or what's it called? The last, the one with Jerry Lewis. It's freaking. Awesome movie. It's it's a uh, it is a Scorsese film. No, okay. Yeah, Scorsese, Robert De Niro. Look it up, dude. The Maybe one- tell us what who, tell us who what movie is that? It's, it's with Robert De Niro, Jerry Lewis. Fantastic. Uh, the film. one he's selling cars in, where he uh, is on the showroom and he's talking to that couple about a uh, about a uh, what is it, Cadillac or something. 
Are we talking about are we talking about Robin Williams and no. Cadillac Man? No. no. Robert no. De, Niro. De Niro. He's a car salesman, hmm. and he's like, I'm just trying to bring a little levity to the situation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh doing, my God, you gotta watch that. Maybe I don't. That know. is like a, the mo- one of the most classic scenes of all times. What the heck movie is Especially that? Especially if you're in the car business, because you just sit back and you're like, Oh my God. Yeah, maybe. Oh my God, this guy can't be saying this shit to me. Oh, you want to talk about a great car movie that we watched the other night? It's a classic. My wife got it for me just because I like Bob Zemeckis and stuff. Used Cars with Kurt Russell. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. That movie yeah. is so freaking funny. Literally, one of the greatest scenes of all time with the... Uh, <clears throat> Hello, friends. Marshall Lucky here from New Day Used Cars. <laughs> and I can't repeat all the stuff. And that's just that. Used Cars. Uh-huh. Look it up. Buy it. If you can, find it on Amazon. Buy yourself a copy. Used cars. One of the great comedies of all time. The other one, if you want an old classic that is pretty uh, close to the truth of what happens. It's, I mean, obviously, they stretch the truth a little bit. <laughs> one, yeah. But uh, Suckers. Oh, yeah. And my buddy uh, The movie's Larry, called Suckers? Yeah, Larry Bubbles Brown, Brown is a comic from up in uh, NorCal, Suckers, San Francisco. Huh? And he's in that movie. He's one of the buy, uh, one of the people buying a car, wow. and he's in the booth, and the guy's talking. Uh, but that movie is uh, probably as close to reality as there is. Suckers, huh? Yeah, Suckers. <laughs> yeah, rent that thing or watch Was it on that? TV. You can probably go online and just oh, yeah, watch, download yeah. it for free. Suckers. But, uh, yeah, suckers. I don't think it was a <laughs> box office smash. <laughs> I never heard of it. So, <laughs> But if you're in the car business, yeah. uh, then it, it'll definitely well, uh, 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 touch a nerve or something. Well, like speaking that. about that, about movies then, about like in the, being in the business, I'm in the business with the, uh, the restaurant business, waiting yeah. Waiting. waiting waiting now a lot of that stuff if it happened I would with the guys with the ball sacks and none of that cra- I, they'd be they'd be so fired and everything but um what, what's Watch going the on hand is picking oh. Up everything. oh sorry and then uh it's okay they're bombing right now 24 hours a day at Camp Pendleton so most of the people will just think it's the bombs going off <laughs> at Camp Pendleton <laughs> last night we're laying in bed and we're like is there somebody like ethnic driving around the block? Uh, I had some. <laughs> <laughs> like you got the base, yeah. right? Yeah, and they, they were like, no, it. no, no. It's just Pendleton. Is that Camp Pendleton? I had somebody tell away? me. I don't even know who it was. I was at work and someone goes, a, a guest and said like, oh man, I hate Pendleton, blah, blah, blah. And that. I, go, I go, actually, I love Pendleton. Why is that? Because those guys keep <laughs> the bad guys out, man. We got to deal with our own stuff here, but the sound of freedom. I'm, uh, yeah. I appreciate that. Dude, the Marines, hoorah. You guys are awesome. My dad was, hey, he was stationed here, at Camp Pendleton. Like, but keep this in mind. <clears throat> keep this in mind. Okay, yeah, they're protecting us, right? Yeah. But yeah. I believe that's like in the top uh, five or ten places uh, to nuke first. <laughs> On the list of shit to hit, yeah. Uh, for yeah, other but countries. they're probably they're probably pretty protected, right? But once that happens, you know, if one actually touches down, I think we're gonna see the end of uh, times because <laughs> everybody's gonna be pushing at the same time, and you can't stop everything. Yeah, well, let's hope not. No, you know? no, you know, there's nothing you can do about that. But uh, I went from comedy show to gloom and doom. Yeah, yeah no, nah, we're talking about, we're talking about <laughs> funny movies. Uh, Waiting's a very funny movie, right. and the uh, the girl uh, who's freaking out the uh, the waitress, so funny in that role. 
Do you have a who's somebody's got a cousin? That's my cousin Patricia. Hey, oh. Miss Dawkins Park. Hello, hello, cousin. Nice, cousin. nice. From all around the world. We're just talking about much of nothing today. We That's good. Let's good. have keeping it, it keep it light. Keep, keep it, it light. light. Oh, Jeff. Not that gringo clown. Hey, when, wait, my What's buddy, my, my buddy Brett's like, oh, you didn't, you didn't tell us you're in, you town. in town. Okay. No, but I did call you, fucker, when I was over there, <laughs> and you didn't want to come out and play. But that was probably what a year ago. You that was a year ago. Me. Yeah. I told you I was there, and but I'm going to be there September 14th uh, for the Triple uh, X reunion. I'll be around. Call you should be me. having yours too, I believe. He's an undergrad. Or yeah, but he went to another school. Oh, another school. Okay. So you should be having your shit uh, close uh, around the same time or close to it anyway. So September 14th, it's a Friday. So I'm going to try and get up there maybe Thursday and then stay Saturday. So make a whole weekend out of it up in the old stomping grounds. And uh, I'm either going to do it uh, with just me and the old lady or whoever wants to come along. I really don't give a shit, <laughs> you know. If, if anybody else wants to hang out, so be it. Adam the Builder's tuning in. What's up, dog? What's that? Hey, Adam. He's the builder of this. Brett, we are right now Adam at the, the house can in the uh, fix it? Pallone and Chubby uh, studio. Yes, he can. Hey, give, uh, Adam, give me some numbers on uh, on the uh, spot that we're trying to open up. Uh, the uh, people that are renting that place want me to get them some numbers pretty quick. But if you get a chance, anyway, we're we're. I was gonna ask you about. That. Are you talking about the possible the one you're looking at? Uh, still, we, is we, that something that still okay. might be happening? Here's Here what here's here's what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, the plans have changed a little bit. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. We are uh, gonna hold off on opening up the comedy club for a minute. We need to generate some funds first. So we are opening uh, opening up a uh, home and office reuse. Which is basically like a thrift store, yeah. Uh, but uh, a little more office furniture, home stuff. My brother was uh, uh, like exec type, whatever, for Goodwill for a few years, and then he worked for the Rock uh, Church. They opened up a uh -huh. bunch of thrift stores. All right. So he ran all that. He's been doing that for the last whatever. He has a master's degree in business. Uh, so he that's his gig he knows all that stuff yeah. so my daughter's autistic yeah most people know that so my uh, son is as well we're gonna open up a uh i i don't i don't want to call it a thrift store because it's more than that but basically it's a thrift store three thousand square foot thrift store right here in vista uh -huh. and it's gonna be a non-profit and uh the non-profit is that we're gonna open up and pay for fully and staff it pay for the staffing yeah. Uh, of, the, of the people but our, our issue was when we found out that she was autistic we didn't quite get enough help from regional so what our goal is is to open up a uh, resource center for autistic children and parents so if you have any questions you need any help with paperwork whatever it is we're going to pay for somebody to be on staff full time obviously more That's than one awesome. person so you can come down there with all your paperwork, and they can walk you through step-by-step step for free. Yeah. And we'll pay for great. it. So fun. the store is going to be a nonprofit. And, and my wife knows all about we that. We are stuff. going we, to pay for that resource center to be open. Well, that's So so 
is this two different places or right so there's going to be a resource center mm -hmm. and people can make donations to it or whatever they want to or just come and then we're going to have the thrift store which the autistic kids i mean i'll even do kids that uh are homeless don't have any money whatever yeah. they can come in they can get clothes for free they can get toys for free uh i want to take care of the kids well, that's big. that that's is big. always my thing that's big right? is taking care of the kids that's good. so we're going to open up this place obviously i'm going to make a buttload of money <laughs> otherwise you know <laughs> let's be real about it so <laughs> We're going to take care of the kids, but I'm going to be filthy rich, too. Yes. With the nonprofit? With the nonprofit. Well, I'm the fucking director. You know, <laughs> Kathy and I can pay ourselves whatever the fuck yeah. they want to pay ourselves. They'll have matching right. freaking Teslas. Yeah. And but we'll even let the tarts come and swim at the pool at the house. You know what I'm saying? Kicking in the back right. pedal with the yeah. little water wings we'll on. Make it, mm. We'll make a tart day at the house. I'm not worried about it. Are you going to so, call it politically incorrect? Right. <laughs> it's going to be uh, a home and office resale. Okay. And then we're going to have the uh, uh, Autism Resource Center. Uh, and everybody's welcome to go there and, and uh, get their kids help. And we'll show them how to do it. That'll be a good idea. Yeah. That'll so we're good. opening up that also, which is a direct correlation. It has an absolute connection. We're doing the brewery tours. <laughs> It's so we got, same with, <laughs> you, if you drink it enough, you get the autism. So we're, we're, we're doing uh, brewery tours. Uh, we're going to have the buses going uh, full time, going to hitting up all the breweries and taking tours for people that want to check out all the different breweries in San yeah, Diego you know, and L.A. County. Are was, these for the parents of the autistic kids right. so that we can uh, unwind? Uh, we'll have child care for the autistic so, kids. You know, if you're, if, if you're uh, buying, then maybe the you know, I can. The parents uh, can go out and maybe, I'll, maybe I will go back to drinking. No, you know? hey, both both uh, of the places have no connection uh, whatsoever. Uh, oh, okay. A two-think uh, minimum here. you got to think mm. twice about it. Yeah. So we're going to do the brewery tours. So if anybody out there is like, hey, you know, I've always wanted to own a bar, restaurant, business, I want to do something for autistic kids or whatever, you can buy 5% of the company. You'll own 5%. Now, if you buy it and you're like, after a year, you know, this isn't for me, you have a buyout clause after one every year on your anniversary, you can buy out for whatever you bought in for. What you bought in at? Right. So you have no risk at all. You don't lose any money. Now, at the end of the year, if you opt to stay in, then you can exercise your profits and take your profits out, and you'll get paid 5% of whatever the company did. So you. Solid. So if the company does 100 grand, do the math. You get 5% of that. We're talking about net profits. So uh, an investment of $25,000, if you have it, laying around and you want to uh, make a investment that's going to pay better than stock market, that's going to pay better than some savings account or whatever, then put it into a good cause at Salas Consulting. You'll own 5% of the business. And every year on the anniversary that you signed up, you can opt out and get your money back plus what any, whatever profits. It's going to cost you $25,000 for every 5%. So you can own up to... 20% right. if you want to and be the only partner, but it's 25,000 for every 5%. So, you know, you know, your whatever kind of money you got laying around and uh, I don't want you to do it if it's going to take food out of your kid's mouth, but uh, it's an investment opportunity. There's no risk at all. You're going to get your money back. You got to leave it in there for a year. 
but you're going to get your money back and you're going to get a handsome return. I think it's over 20% return is really what it is. That's a great ROI you know? right there. That's so a great ROI. It, it, it's not bad at all, but, but, uh, and it's going to be signed by an attorney. I have the share certificates. It's all legal, 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 legal. So uh, we're only selling off 20% of the business. So figure it out. That's 100 grand. And we'll show you all the books. We'll show you wh who's getting paid what. But we're only going to raise 100 grand right now. We're only going to sell off 20% of the company. So if you want in, that's four spots. If you want in, contact me. Let me know. If you want to buy all four spots and you got 100 grand that you want to put in, do it. And it's all going to be on paper. The attorney... Uh, you can see the business plans. You can see everything. So it's up to you. You know, one way or another, we're going to get the funds to do it, and it's going to happen. So uh, I would just like people that I know that listen to the show, that are friends, family, whatever, to be the first ones that take an opportunity and uh, and make some money with us. So okay. right on. That's All it right. On that. Right on. Yeah. And on your shirt uh, side, <coughs> Beastie Boys, man. I was a uh, uh, Beastie Boys. One of the few rap acts that I actually really enjoyed because they were such innovative writers, right? And they always seemed to, they were just very good at what they did, right? And uh, what's your favorite album? Like the original one, or you, you know, know what? Or did you? Were, were you? What, what, I, what, I would what say like? that I would say the earlier, the earlier stuff, you know, is what I what, what I enjoyed the most. Um, but I liked all their stuff. I thought they were great. Uh, you know, and I wasn't like one of those people like, you know, I kind of like rap music, but, you know, uh, now that they're a white group, I'll, I'll listen to it, you know. It, it was never anything about that. It was more like uh, I I thought they were good. They had uh, Brass Monkey, Brass you know. Monkey. Yeah. That monkey, and, monkey. And, and you know what? It's, it, it, it's also stuff like uh, that when you were in school and you went to the dances, the music yeah. they played at the dances, you know, and that was what was at the time. Like uh, uh, Run DMC. Run DMC, baby. You know, uh, Love Run's it. House. Uh, <laughs> my Adidas, you know. My uh, Oh, yeah. Run you know, DMC. License to Ill. Yeah, absolutely. You, know, you be illin', yeah. illin'. I mean, it's like uh, it was oh, crazy, absolutely. man. Sabotage too. LL Cool too. J at the time. LL Cool J. Yeah. <laughs> you know, LL is hot I as had hell. A, I had a, I had a dear, uh, a great friend of mine who got me into all that stuff. He's like, "You gotta listen to this." I'm like, "What the hell is this?" I listen to it, and I'm like, "Because where I grew up in, the, in a tiny little town, man, I didn't know what the heck that stuff was." And I heard it and stuff. I came into music actually, at least in my own eyes, I came into hearing music late stuff i heard growing up when i was a kid was gospel but not the good gospel it was white gospel <laughs> the white gospel has gotten a lot better now I'll tell you what, <laughs> contemporary you, I, christian music has gotten a lot better but back then you ever there been, was some pretty horrible stuff you ever been to no. a ba uh, baptist church <laughs> yeah. no I've, huh? seen, I've seen the footage and they and got some feel. good they got some they got the some good music man right. oh, feel. Oh, i love it man feel the holy ghost oh, i love it <laughs> It's like it's like we were watching the we were watching the classic The Blues Brothers and then he had Reverend James wow. Brown, man. Can I get a name, man? He's like, oh, Do you see the light? Yeah. Do you see the light? Yes, the band. 
You ever, you ever see you ever seen Sam, uh, Sam preaching in his old days? Yeah. Oh, Sam Kennison? He was a real preacher. Ooh, wee. Boy, he brought some fire. Yeah. But, uh, uh, and yeah. then he took a. <laughs> well. <laughs> and he was a great comic, too. Uh, but, God, uh, uh, De La Soul? Oh, my goodness. That, that was kind of like when the jungle vibe had come, uh, and then it was Daisy Age, and that was real, a good, I mean, Woo. Uh, man. Yeah, that that uh, never I don't heard enough of that. Tribe called Quest. The Jungle Brothers? Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. And There's some good stuff. Raw Bass. African Bambada and the Planet Patrol. That was when it was break beats and real break dancing. And and um Joe would sit there and he just looping R and B tracks to make new songs and it'd be a twelve minute 30-minute song with just the break beats. Yeah. So I take it you didn't listen to a lot of Creedence growing up. I listened to a lot of everything. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I know. Me too. I listened well, to... Well, later on I did. I, after, I, well, after I got exposed to music. Right. I was raised on... I mean, seriously, everything. Creedence, Clearwater, Revival. I was wow, raised with Ray Dude, Stevens. Hey, ACDC, when they were yeah. way back when. Van Halen, 5150 album uh, was probably... Journey. Like Hey, I, I would agree. Fifty-one fifty is is the, the best Rolling Van Halen Stones. album ever. Sorry, sorry, David Lee Roth, friends. Fifty-one fifty is masterpiece. The Rolling Stones. You had. Uh, I love the Stones now. Uh, I'm just saying I came into it late because I grew up in a tiny town. Led the only Zeppelin. radio was country music and stuff. Dude, good stuff, man. But I mean, I to Led Zeppelin, one of the greatest bands of all time. What's the of name of that all song? time? I'm not a big fan. What I like them, but I'm not a big fan because oh my they God. have their songs go on far too freaking long. I was a Kiss fan. <laughs> well done. Moby Dick. Hey, have you have you never when the levee breaks? Hey, wait, hey, when the levee breaks? No, let me know when the song's over. Look, Eight freaking minutes. Obviously, are you kidding hey, bro, me? Obviously, you never fried. I'm not. A, I'm not a druggie. I'm not because if you did ask, actually, actually, that song really feels like three minutes. Actually, I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, Iron Butterfly. And I got a Vita. Black baby. Sabbath. I love Black Sabbath. Oh, man. Black Sabbath, forget about it. I got it in my car right now. Iron <laughs> Iron Maiden. I love Iron Maiden. Man. Iron Maiden kill. I'm hey, you Zepp heads. <laughs> hey, the reason I got like I said, I got respect for Led Zeppelin because I was in a group that we got to open up for Led Zeppelin again at the House of Blues in Anaheim and they were the nicest guys and they put on a kick butt 70s vibe Led Zeppelin kind of show and the singer is fantastic there's a great uh, Robert Plant and I do appreciate after that I started to get into the music I said I'm going to give him another chance okay because okay. there were a few songs I like love going to California and of course you know Stereo but it's been overplayed and uh, I always loved rock and roll hey, is that like going back been a long time since I rock and roll Sound like going back to Cali. <laughs> no, Cali. I'm going back to Cali. LL Cool J, right? I don't think so. Yes. <laughs> but I don't think so. <laughs> no, Mama I, said, "Knock you out." I mean, I'm seriously. I could, I could recant Ray Stevens songs because I was raised. <laughs> Love Ray Stevens. Guitars and guitars and and his jungle band. Oh, then yeah, but then Weird Al came along and just destroyed, destroyed did everything. Did Weird, Weird Al, come on. He did. He could do it. He could almost do it right here. Riding on the bus in the pool of battle, and the place was pretty packed. Couldn't sit. The pervert in the back. 
think I'm missing a contact lens. I think my wallet's gone. gone. I think this bus is stopping again. Let a couple more, more freaks get on. on. Look out. Boom, boom, boom. Another one rides the bus side. <laughs> oh, weird out, man. God yeah. bless him. He had a, the last album he put out went number one. That's so great. Yeah. That's awesome. God, good, great for you, Will. Uh, weird out, man. But, uh, yeah, I, I listened to a variety of stuff, but I was saying that the Beastie Boys really were innovators, and they just, I mean, sabotage, and and they, they were good. They were good. It's a shame that, was it, Mike, was it Mike D who died? Which one died? Mike. Was it Mike who died? Yeah. Well, a few years ago? Young guy still, too, man. Yeah. Damn. What was it, cancer or something like that? Uh, liver, I think it was. Yeah. Damn. That sucks, man, because, yeah, they, uh, <clears throat> but, you know, he did it and stuff. Uh, but ba- yeah, music, movies. I don't know what we're in it for trying to entertain people. What else is there, man? That's what I love talking about is that it's, kind of stuff. That's the. I mean, that's. The, so, uh, I, I like I said when you put it out there and you go traveling, and you may have a strict tour rule, but you want to make some extra money or make some extra contacts. How do you try to find extra gigs while you're out there gigging? You know. Was that a thing when, like, when you were traveling with your band? Were oh you, yeah. Like gigging and finding extra gigs, or everybody piled into a bus, everybody squeezed into one room, yeah, cutting corners, well, saving we're, money. Yeah, we, well, we didn't get to tour that much. We did get to do it some. Uh, the biggest one was when we went to Mexico, and we did. Right. It was just that for that there was a festival there was tv uh whatever it's like good morning guadalajara okay and uh i was all i all i remember about that i remember every show but i remember just being i said i'm a young guy i'm single and i'm on tour in mexico and we're going all over mexico I was hammered the whole flipping <laughs> time. It was, I remember it was on the eighth day of the tour when I went, you know what? Today I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not saying I'm not going to drink, but I'm going to wait till noon. That sounds like <laughs> a successful tour. To I make. was starting at 9 a.m. I was getting, I, we're, we're in Puerto Vallarta, the start of the tour, and oh. I'm getting fed fish on a stick and girls are buying me Coronas and I'm just sitting there going, and I'm on the beach just going, and we got a three-night stay there in Puerto Vallarta. I'm like, this is a pretty cool gig right here. How, how old were you then? God, what was I? It was 20-something. I was, I was still, I was, I was, yeah, it was uh, mid-20s. Wow. It was. Got to see, it, some, got to see some road there then, I guess. It was beautiful, man. Nice. And just, and just, just everything. And just, uh, it, was, it was a band that had split up. And then the uh, uh, the lead singer calls up and goes, "Hey Jay, you want to do a tour?" I go, "What do you mean? We've been split up for two years. I got another band." He goes, "He goes, no, it's fully funded. We're doing this. We're going to be on TV." Nice. Blah, blah blah. He goes, "He goes, it's whatever, two and a half weeks of your life or whatever it is." And I just started a. I just said yes to a brand new job, and then I had to go in and tell the the boss. I go, "Look." I uh, really need, I really need to take off this uh, thing, and it was during like the one of the busiest times of the year, Easter wow. <laughs> Easter vacation, and I just went uh, spring break and all. So I, just, I go, hey, if you're down, you got me. If you let me do this, she goes, what do you mean? I go, but if not, either way, I'm going. 
Wow. <laughs> I go, I don't have a, a family or nothing. I'll go, I'm going. This is an opportunity of a lifetime. I'm picking up and going. And it was. And so they said, she goes, all right, but you are coming back, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm coming back. And so literally, like, uh, I got on a plane. Why is that always like a, a question when you're going to Mexico? Are you coming back? <laughs> <laughs> well, with the guys I work with, that no, is a legitimate saying, like, question. <laughs> dude, I've gone down there. It's like uh, shit didn't happen exactly how it was supposed to. Oh, no. Like, I, I, two, guys, three days later. I had to pay for the, the, the guy. My, my guitars on the, my bass guitars were on the friggin' plane. They're, they're already, they went in there on this little old plane. And he's like, uh, uh, you, you don't have passport. You can't go. And I was like, I was like. But I go, it's friggin' Mexico, dude. And this was, this is a while ago. And he go. And Didn't you have a California driver's license? Yeah. And he no. So he tells me he goes. So I I, I realize I, like I go. I go. I go. What's it gonna take? He goes. He goes One well for million. eighty American dollars and he, he for friggin' eighty bucks he he gives me a student visa or whatever right you know so he, he just wanted his money. Did you thank him for saving you all that time in line? Yeah, I go, and, just what's and, it going to take? And the bureaucratic yeah. American system. He goes, I'll say you're a student. See, in Mexico, they just... They just <laughs> Notice I give him more of an Arab accent, even they though do, we're in Mexico. Yeah, they do it right there on the spot. Yeah, he know? goes, just right there. Well, it's nice. He goes, it just, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> the Taliban alive and well in fucking Mexico. <laughs> That's why, uh, why, Jay's why, terrible. He's a good singer, but he's terrible at fucking acting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just don't know which one to do, man. It's okay. Could've, it could've we're been mistaken from for hey, we're, Mexicans are mistaken for fucking terrorists all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look at look. Right now, I got the beer. They're like, "Oh, fuck, maybe right. you'll fit in nice with hey, the." You put a now. turban on you, man. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, put you the would, towel on top. Yeah, I'd be fucking yeah, in like Flynn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you would be. One thousand virgins for sure. <laughs> He's bombing. Yeah, and they tend to. They're male virgins. <laughs> it's all right. Whatever. Right in the butt. So, uh, uh, huh? I, I, you know what? I, I I came across some Sid and Mary Croft ex like. You remember uh, Sid and Mary Croft? They had uh, the Shazam Hour, Real Action, um, Wonder Bug. I might have to take your word on that. The Almighty Isis. Uh-huh. They had these superhero act out action <laughs> movies. What are you laughing out about over there? <laughs> Jeff, he did. Okay. I'll tell you later. Go on, right. finish your story. <laughs> I, but I was like, how well those were done, even though it was cheesy. It was the 70s. It was the 70s. It was like the 70s and it was almighty Isis the power of the gazelle and and it was this you know superhero and she was protected for her identity with a pair of glasses you know the, the whole Superman thing but she was Isis who was and she'd do this incantations and everything and she'd be flying and her like, name was Isis yeah it's, isn't that the goddess <laughs> of uh, the goddess of the Nile and um but no, what is she? What is she? The goddess of something? Of light and of honor. fire or love? Yeah, Why but and so she would do this incantation and she would wind up flying and then she'd have a new incantation what, for whatever it was. Was this on uh, a special black channel? No, it was on. It was regular. The white regular ISIS. Oh. ISIS baby, oh. she was oh. all bad. But you don't remember? Do you remember uh, Wonderbug? Okay. You remember Wonderbug? Look. No, I have to explain something. You You're asking me these things. You don't remember Okay, as a child... Uh, he had no TV. We didn't have much TV. We had no cable. We ate government cheese. The fridge was uh, not full ever. 
I didn't I didn't get this size until I started making my <laughs> until until I started making my own money. Ooh, <laughs> like I, I you know what I told my mom one time. I said, you know, one of the greatest feelings for me in my life was getting on stage and calling myself fat. Like you know how like like, know, like, <laughs> like, like the Chris Rock joke. No, like no, but like really it was uh, uh like a, a weight lifted off my shoulder. Like the, the the day I could actually get up there and call myself fat, you know, was like huge. So I said, I, I, I told my mom, I said, I wish I could have only done that at an earlier age in my life. So what were you, like four or five when you got to that, right. that so point you, that got uh, on stage? Uh, uh, <laughs> so you know, my mom says, my mom says, uh, I said, I only wish I could have done that at an earlier age. She's like, what are you talking about? You were skinny your whole life. Damn. You didn't get fat until later on in life. You know? It means I'm doing good, mom. I'm doing so good now. I'm doing yeah, good. I'm so doing good. Like, you know, you I'm doing good. Success uh, looks good on me. Uh, success, you, you know. You, I do you, good. I do good. Give me another cannoli. You couldn't have said give, it earlier in life. Give me life. a cannoli and a pizza, okay? There's no way you could have said that earlier right. in life. But you know, you know how, like, uh, what do they call that? What's that word they use? It's just like... Uh, I got a wife who loves to cook, so now yeah, I gotta no, you know I gotta watch my gut. <laughs> it's like a, like, it's a like a, I. You're saying it's it, a it, revelation. No, 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 probably, no. I, okay, I'll quit. I'll, I'll equate it to this: a gay person coming out. You know, like they've been <laughs> hiding it their whole life, and they finally come out and like I'm gay. Like I got, I was up there. I'm like, I'm fat. I can finally, say it. I, I finally it. made it, I can Mom. Say it. Everybody can make fun I of can me. Afford. Is that really the best comeback that you have, you fat fuck? Really? <laughs> really? That's the best you got? Because it's acceptance then. Yeah. Or it's accepted. Yeah. Everybody's sitting around like, but before you, we're not surprised. But before you say it. You're but, gay. We're not surprised. But before you actually come out and yeah, say it, everybody's like, like everything hurts. Every time somebody refers to you as being overweight or fat, you're like, "Fuck," you know. It's like a like a like a like somebody just stabs you with a, a like a. But once you've ex- you once come out, you come you've out accepted and you it, and go, "I am it. fat." That's it. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, "That's really that's all you got." That's yeah. if that's all you can say about me, you've definitely lost this battle. <laughs> <laughs> Because I've already accepted it. I've accepted it. I, if I'm making jokes about myself being fat, then all your jokes are fucking no good. Oh yeah, I want you to do that. Right. It, take, it takes away any kind. But of... I would encourage everybody that's out there, like maybe at work when it's nice and quiet, just like maybe stand on top of your desk and just like, I'm fat. Or whatever your problem is, or whatever yeah. you're, you're, whatever you're hiding. Or like, and just let it go. My wife, before our son, she was a friggin' twig, uh-huh. and all I kept saying when I, I I love my wife, she was beautiful. I was when I, I would tell when I, I was like when I talk about her, I go, that girl needs a big freaking sandwich, man, okay. <laughs> and and then after that she needs to eat another one. <laughs> no, I say that when I see skinny girls so walk he by. Gave her the salami. You need yeah. a salami. Yeah. When I exactly. see when I see the give her the salami. Hey, oh, we used to call them the waif. Remember the waif? Yeah, the waif chicks like super skinny. Wafers. The the mm. the models, right? Wow. That was the uh, that that's the look they were going for, and now apparently they're not. Uh, the chubby models are the hit now. You know, everybody there likes them. That's awesome, uh, man. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's awesome or not. 
Really? Uh, I kind of prefer the skinnier versions. Oh, so, it was, some of it was just, it was yeah, off it was the ridiculous. Charge. It was yeah. so bad. Well, okay, so, I mean, everything, oh, but it's, she's, it's still beautiful. And then the, the young lady with the, the, the discolored skin and the, mal- the, the melanin deficiency, and she has the, the spotches and splotches. Right. And she's got a lot of business now in cover, and she, oh, but she's still beautiful. And it's like, that's not, everybody can't do that. Right. Everybody can't do that. But it's like, that's a problem. It kind of takes away the stigma, what? So, yeah, which is cool. Be what here's, here's the thing. Let's talk. There has to be, like in pro sports, there's people that can do stuff that other people can't do. That's what... That's why they're, how you in, why put, they're in pro sports. Look, that's how you put the value on them. This one's yeah. from my friend Stephen Gandy back, right. in, back in North Carolina. Yes, there's two football teams that are having male cheerleaders. Deal with it. In the NFL? Yeah, the St. Louis Rams oh, and... No. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, and that's Louis, my team. That's fine, man. St. Louis Rams and I think... Not Indianapolis. What? I think I told... Because Indianapolis... What, what, there's, there's a couple teams that why? don't have children. Why? Why? Because the guys have made enough is, stink about it. That is Duke going to wear a Speedo? It doesn't matter what they wear. It's what they represent. It's okay. I think it's fine. I don't like it. But yeah, I know the I mean, guy, the guy that college. we had a male cheerleader. Well, yeah, but it's different. At yeah, our school, school. And he was but making in, it with almost all those chicks, man. <laughs> and but, I was like, I just went, we all thought he was, you know, maybe gay. And we found out later, oh, no, he was stooping this girl and that girl. I just go, I just go, being a boy, I just go, well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> hey, but, but, but in high school and college, it's like a sport. I mean, he, he cheerleading. Have you watched it? I mean, they throw them in the air and yeah, all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have Simpson's competitions. Yeah. It's yes. like, but in the NFL, it's for one thing and one thing only: tits and ass. That's all you're looking yeah. for. They don't have that much of an impact on the game anyway. You don't even. No, they're just eye candy. Exactly. Yeah, it's eye candy. I don't care. They come out there dance, fluff, fluff. So I don't want to be like impaired, cheering for my team, and look down and see a set of ass cheeks and be like. Oh fuck! That's the dude. Well, the guy, if the guy, if the guys are, it depends on what they're wearing. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. It depends. It depends on what the guys are wearing. Really? I don't care. Really, Rick? You don't want to see? I don't want to. No, I'm cool with it. If he's got chaps on and assless chaps. That's the thing. Look, look. It's so funny. I just wrote a joke today about my kid. That dude. That's that's the thing. Like now, like everybody has to be accepting of everything, right? Which I don't understand, man. Like we were talking about before the show started. Like where where the world's going to, where this generation's going. And there was a great quote. Well, I think go ahead. And it said about the liberal the new liberal kids, like how great it is that they're taking an interest in this world. However, it's scary at the same time. Because they all want to point out shit, but none of them want to be part of the solution and actually dig in and do something about it. So yeah, they're 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 protesting. They're getting involved in politics, but they don't want to be part of the solution. They just want to point out all the imperfections. So when are you going to man up and do something about? It? It's like here here was a, a telltale sign for me, the John Mayer song. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't even know. And this is a while back. Which John Mayer? One? Waiting for the world to change. Oh. Keep waiting. Waiting for the world to change. Now, have you ever really Wait listened? Wait listen. the words. It's a good song, change. but listen to the lyrics. Is everybody going to wait on the world to change? 
Or is somebody going to fucking man up and do something and make the world change? Make that we change. We can all notice all the imperfections. I'm with the man in the mirror. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wrong messenger, I'm but he had the idea. to change yeah. his ways. Come yeah. uh, on. <laughs> I don't do a Michael Jackson impersonation no, at but, all. No, but, but he, had That's a the, good song. he had the right idea. That's a great song, yeah. The right idea is like we need to be part of, and we've heard it for years and years, be part of the solution. Right? Yeah, we well, you know but what I'm going to say. But here's the problem. I'm going to go holy roller on hey, you. Here, go holy roller. No, but here is, here, you is, say your thing. here is the fear is all these people are now proactive. Now they're all pointing out all the problems in society and with the politics and all that stuff. But you can point out this shit, but you have to be accepting of all of it. So even though you may feel like some things are a problem, you're accepting of all the things that are aiding these problems. But they're not. They're hypocritical. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It only works in their favor. Yeah. So now when it's time to stand up and you do something in this world to make a difference, yeah. they don't want to do shit. Well, I can... Just, now you're a hater. You're a homophobe. You're a fucking... Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, all that. You can't... Yeah. You can't. So you can't I think, win. I, I think where people are annihilating people through the media and stuff is a bunch of BS. I'll try to sum it up here. I think everybody, you know, once they, when they get to the point when they maybe get broken down enough or whatever, like I was, and then I, you know, finally accepted, you know, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior and everything. But in, when you talk politics and stuff, they're all bad. The Republicans, the Democrats, because the way their system is set up in the government and I'm not <laughs> almost kind of sound like our our friend uh, the Ari the Jew here is uh, they have all this money going to protect them for everything for everything when they're supposed to be servants of the public. Do you believe they're all bad? And they're servants to themselves is what they are. Are they There's, all bad? Hmm? They know the system is messed up. Of course. The system has become a bastard of what it should have been. It was simplistic. And then the lawyers got involved. And what I'm saying is you, the, a lot of them, I think are good people. And then they get stuck in the system and it becomes a thing. We have to, um, always be pulling the political angle instead of everybody's. It's always gotta be. And it was, it's, it's, it doesn't matter who's in. It's, it's all, it, the whole system is effed. And that's why I just go, that's why I kind of checked out after Trump got elected and stuff. And then I went, uh, okay. But are there, are there some that can make it better than others working within that system? I mean, we all know maybe, that there's maybe, a problem with maybe, the system. You know, but, but the, with the whole, my whole thing is the national debt is just, it's this overwhelming thing that nobody's tackling because the truth is and the public needs to get outraged about that. They want to get outraged, outraged about the okay, debt so who, and, say, and say it's time to tackle that. All right, so in order to tackle that, somebody's got to lose because there's a certain amount of money yeah. that can be spent. What it means is that when they're writing so where these do you bills, cut? All, these, all these extra crap. Who do you be, take the money from? Exactly. Yeah, you have to make some tough decisions. You need to have a, a real discussion that's where that and tug talk of war, about that. 
That's where that tug of but war. But they're not happens. even having. They're not even having that talk because well, it's all this smoke and mirrors. Oh, Trump this before it was Obama. Obama this when the, look, the uh, from the right he's getting attacked and then the Trump gets attacked right. and stuff. But here's the thing, you know. So if all, you want to get outraged, get outraged right, about the national the thing, debt. All that side stuff that we're talking about, uh-huh. all the things that are happening, are derivatives from that tug of war, that money being spent. People want more money for their causes. Exactly. They want breaks for the, the taxes exactly. that they're paying. Yeah. So it's a struggle of who gets more. Do you think or who makes you think theirs the people more that side with Trump? Vibe in look, do you think people that made donations financially, the people that side with Trump really like him as a human being, as a person? They want no, what they, they believe they what he can like do for them. The opportunity that they get with him being there. Yeah. Over somebody else. Right. Yeah. Of course. So, so what it really comes down Same to. Same thing on with Obama got elected. Right. And so who benefits. before him and everything. Right. Yeah. So my, my thing is all these people that are complaining, that are arguing that like Obama got cheers for just showing up at some shopping center somewhere. Like how many million people, whatever, like, now all of a sudden he is the greatest president ever when nobody liked him when he was in office. So it's just, it's funny to me how, how we waver in our beliefs, our opinions so easily, you know, it it seems like if we really want to make a difference and we really want to be involved in this whole democratic process, then we need to really learn what we are fighting for and what we're arguing for and what these people stand for and what their actual agendas are. I just think the system really... Well, yeah. we, have, we have to look at the system of how it's set up and it needs to be stripped down to its, you know, the basics. And and not, no more of the friggin... When you write a bill, just have it be friggin' simple... You know, just keep it basic, you know, because we're spending. That's where our, even though he can be kooky, I really like uh, Ron Paul. Right. I really like Ron Paul and stuff. When Mm. he talks about, he's always talking about the debt and stuff, you know. And uh, he talks about the realism of, he goes, making, changing it in Washington. He goes, yeah, yeah, it just probably isn't going to happen. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's why I'm a believer and go, yeah, at the end, screw it. You know, I'm going, I'm going to get beamed out of here anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Picked that's, up and delivered somewhere else. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, but but if if he tarries, he waits on that. If Jesus doesn't come back for a long time, then I got to do the best I can and try to, you know, raise like we both got young kids and we want our, we want our kids' world to be better than the one we grew up in, right? Or at yes. least salvageable <laughs> and right now. And so, you know, he's going to have a struggle. And, yeah, and I agree with you on, you know, a lot of the kids with their the, – I think a lot of it's – well, I heard someone come up with the term. They called it um, recreational outrage. People are just, oh, my God. I guess people are just blowing up over, like, even little things on the Internet, on the Facebook. People just blow – oh, no, no, no. It's like – yeah, it's a big, like my dad, my, my dad would always say, he goes, don't sweat the petty stuff, son. If it's, if it's no big deal, he goes, don't lose your mind over little stuff. He goes, there are things to lose your mind over, you know, about your, the welfare of your family. You know, you know, if something really, really is, 
you know, wrong, you know, you know, like somebody's molesting a kid, you know, something. Right. He goes, that, that, that you can lose your mind over. He goes, but just little stuff, you know, the guy didn't vote, whatever. Okay, I don't, but so oh, if you voted for this person, that's screw a good, you. That's a good point, Jay. So when, say, a child molester or whatever and everything, they capture him, they put him, you try to ostracize that person, then what? Well, I was talking more than no. What I was outrage. Well, I mean, what is that? Where's that channeled? What is that? Where does that go? I. It's a good question. It depends on the situation. My my thing is, I would just like people to admit that the reason they're standing up for some stuff is because it's cool. Some it's people a, it, won't do that. It's the cool thing to do right it's, now. It's what's happening. I know yeah. nothing about it, but everybody else is doing it, oh, so yeah. I'm doing I, it. I, exact, I'll agree with and you on that. Nothing I'm just doing changes. it. Nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the women's walk, the women's marches, they go out there, they still looking around each other like, what? What? what why are we here? What, what's going on? Understand why, if, if you know what, if you're just doing it. They're paying people because to do these no, things to protest. Because it's cool. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Then I don't have a beef with you because you've acknowledged the fact why you're doing it right i don't have a problem with it no why you there like yeah. you know what you bring up a good uh the uh, child molester thing you uh good topic there real quick i don't know the whole story i'm gonna look more into it but they caught these two dudes that had five month old kids oh, in cages what the flip so i was just thinking to myself like i don't know the whole story but i was just thinking to myself if i was one of the officers that responded to this call. Would I allow them to live? Or would I risk my job and kill the motherfucker right there on the spot? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he'd be like, you know, how do you put cuffs on this fucker and take him to jail and not just murder him right there on the spot? Yeah. Well, I try to do it not without with the kid looking, but you try to. Yeah, I get you. you know yeah, you, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The kid I, looking. I, yeah, the, the fucking kill kid's him. been locked in a or cage. Yeah, yeah. Hey, kid, this think about this. Look, yeah. look, really think about it. Yeah. Five months old, so the kid was pissing and shitting on himself. Okay. Yeah. Crying I just, for food. Yeah, I agree with you. I just don't want to. No, just, I don't. Yeah, you know, and you know what? You've heard me tell you, I hear voices and shit. Yeah. Kids' voices crying, and this is something I struggle with. I hear when I'm laying in bed, kids crying. It's because you think about thousands it. of kids crying that are being mistreated, and it haunts me. And I want to do everything in my power to save them all. You want to be the catcher in the rye, you know? But I'll lay in bed and I'll just hear the crying and crying, and I don't know what to do but that when I heard that story I was like that is the asshole that I want to catch yeah and even if I spend the rest of my life in jail I would absolutely murder that motherfucker instantly instantly yeah he would not survive but that is the most heinous fucking thing that anybody could do yeah. to a five-month-old fucking baby. What, uh, it's any, to anybody. It's just horrible, yeah. And so uh, recently, uh, a, a guy I used to work with was um, actually, 
He was he was put into custody for um, sexual. I mean, but it's not the charges aren't there. But the whole reason why he was brought under and for um, questioning or whatever you're yeah. saying is you're saying they don't know if it's if it actually happened. That's non-circumstantial evidence. But there's enough there there's to enough question there to question it. So. But his rap sheet and what's, what he's in custody for now is for the emails and the harassing of that minor. But there were, hmm. you know, if you dig deep, you know, there's got to be a whole story there. Right. There's a chance that there's it could have happened. It's believable. Really believable. But all they can get him on is the fact that they've got the emails and they've got the statements well, and the harassment. There's usually more there. But if that's all they got him, and so, okay, so he's going to be in, in custody for about six months. And now that they, they don't put him in general population, they all house him all together now. So he's going to get a vacation stay, basically. Right. Well, no jails, vacation, but yeah. So we're de- we definitely took a turn from the comedy, the light portion well, of the. There, there's <laughs> stuff that needs to be talked about. You're right. You're right. I know. Um, stuff so, that happens. So, and they we're still trying to minimize the sentencing for this guy. Okay. There's so many loopholes and shit. It's yeah. ridiculous. Well, so you would put a bullet in this guy that was. That's why. Yeah. I say what I say. I don't want it to get to that point where twelve of your peers decide the judicial system uh, decides there's something that wasn't done properly. Guess what? If the fucker's dead, there's nothing to figure out. Nothing to figure yeah. Out. You know. Okay. Yeah. To now you him? now you got to figure out. Did somebody see me kill him? We ain't got to monitor him. We ain't right. got to rehabilitate him. Do you have a you have a witness? As long as you got the guy. Yeah, Do you think you. somebody's going to be a witness for that guy? If I offed him and well, they happen to see it? He was a good guy. He mowed my lawn when he was 12. Get the uh-huh. fuck out of here with that. Yeah. So have you heard that uh, Kim Kardashian and her little sister, oh. Courtney, are feuding? No, I haven't. Oh, wait, feuding over what? Wait. Well... And Chris Jenner, the mom, does not want to take sides. What about what about the mom, uh, Caitlyn Jenner? Now, Caitlyn Jenner, <laughs> that's another story. Which one's the mom? Have you seen? And I don't know what the story is. I haven't seen Jenner. Okay, Caitlyn but in have you seen? All right. Well, she was at the ESPYS. Oh, that's right. Okay. Right with her new girlfriend, <laughs> and it's a girl. It's a guy, but it was a girl. No. The, the other one the is an actual girl. Girl is an actual girl. Okay, and she is super hot, and oh, I think super a, loaded. She's a, cool. She's a, she's a, she's well, a, guys, she's a tranny. Yeah. No. It was a guy who's now a girl. No. Yeah. That one is. Yeah. Oh my God! There's more plot to the story. <laughs> yeah. But you know what this makes me think of? Really seriously, makes me think of Jay Giles. Bruce and Alex. Piss on the wall. Oh, that's what I feel like I'm about to do, man. I have this. (laughs) Piss on the wall. That's a good song, man. So apparently, this feud stems from Kim saying that Courtney is the least interesting and least appealing (laughs) of all the sisters. You're all uninterested. That's the fuel of the the stupid television, which still is like dying for. If my brother or sister Great. ever said that about me, it'd be on. Like Donkey Kong. <laughs> you said I was uninteresting. Yeah. Nobody. We're both uninteresting. We're Kardashians and we're filthy Bob Murray, rich. you broke my plate. <laughs> I broke your plate, Bob Murray. 
Oh, Bob Murray, what's up, buddy? That was pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 passive. Um, the what was um the beef that they got going on with um that dude Tyson um Tyrus Tyson Bedford Tyson. Oh, yeah, whatever happened. Fast and the Furious. Do you hear any more about that? I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just her uh Kim Kardashian making uh allegations that he's homosexual. <laughs> he's I am not gay. I am not gay. He did he did come back and respond? Oh, yeah. And I met the guy. He didn't seem gay to me. The chick he was with was pretty smoking, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was I was down in Temecula, man. He was So here it is right here. Tyree, right? So you're telling me that that chick on the right was a dude. Was a dude. Uh-huh. Are you fucking? Are you kidding? <laughs> Sophia Hutchings. Yeah. Was a dude. Uh, I think his name was Alex Hutchings or something. All right. <laughs> Gentlemen, yeah. I gotta no use the restroom. No way, ways, man. That's a, that's okay. A, that's a guy. Yeah, go. Yeah, guy who's an hour girl. So now we gotta figure this out. Is there anybody on that's watching? No. That so that was a dude. That was a dude. I'll be right back. Stop. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> that does not look like a dude. Damn it. That is a dude? Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. Huh? Who's got a, who's got a, who's Hutchins, transgender male? Should we ask my most hated? Go for it. Um, as well, you looked that up. And what, what's her name? Sophia. Sophia Hutchins. Oh, your name's Siri. I know that's stupid. Siri... Was Sophia Hutchings born male or female? Um, I just don't get this whole gender thing. We're not talking about gender thing as a whole. We're talking about a specific person born male or female. You are an absolute idiot. Jeez. <laughs> That's the problem. Even, si- with even Siri. Siri is getting like uh, all the whole accepting thing. We're not talking about transgender. Sophia Hutchings, male or female? Hmm. I just don't get this whole gender thing. Oh, my God. So they program. So even Siri is afraid to touch the whole gender thing. Oh, God. Thing. Get Google cornered wow. on black issues, man. It's ridiculous. Wow. I asked Google about the uh, the black pastor who was asking for $1,000 tips, um, and Google just goes into a circle. She doesn't want to help me. She doesn't want to give me, offer up any information. She so wants how to bury you, the topic. How do you find out, like, about the person? It's, I got all these Instagram pictures, which she does not look like she was ever a man Ever, ever, ever. I, <laughs> ever. Hey, I think guys just mess no, with you. I, no, I saw the, I saw the story. Somebody please help. Confirm, if you will. Because uh, I don't want to look at one more picture. Because <laughs> <No, laughs> you're going to go rub one out. <laughs> I don't want to look at one more picture if there's a chance that this chick was a dude ever. For real. All of a sudden, he's like, I'm having conflicting feelings. Somebody help. Yeah, I not, could, hey, I could switch over. For that one, he said, oh we might want to. Can you want to get your calling your mulligan on that one, huh? Oh can I get God. a mulligan on this one? Can Can somebody tell me? 
I don't. I I don't believe it. Uh, I mean, you can tell that Caitlyn Jenner was a man. Definitely. Right. Lola. Can somebody? Somebody's got to know out there. Come, little boy, let me make you a man. I'm not the world's most passionate guy, but when I looked at my Lola, you know, I almost died for my Lola. May 13, 2018, Caitlyn Jenner's 21-year-old transgender model girlfriend, Sophia Hudgens, the two are planning on... (laughs) So she's... (laughs) So Sophia's got a sword also? Swing. Showing Sophia. I want to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> Sophia's got a sword, also. Dueling swords, oh sure. my god! Well, swords at dawn, dueling pistols at dawn. Because Caitlin had hers cut, shut the front door, stuffed, stop, cut, snipped, and she stuffed. Had, she didn't do a full spread. The show, right? She's cut, snipped, and stuffed. So what does that mean? It was oh. cut and then put back inside? Stuffed. 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 That doesn't make... So... Uh, so is... Crevice. So... Oh, so, my gosh. I just don't need... I don't, so some of the stuff I don't need to know. So right. he didn't have a full sex, sex change. Cut and stuffed. Right. There's, there's this is... I don't need to... I don't no, need but, somebody's going to see the pictures. Chris but, Rock said, but, I'm not... I'm not going to... Uh, not going to look. Chris Rock even... Does uh, it function? Not as a peaser, weezer, or whatever. Wow. All I know is when he was on the SP Awards, he's like, that was harder going up those stairs and doing those hurdles back in the Olympics. And he sounds just like that. Yes. He's still got the huevos rancheros. But no. He has to, man. That voice is so too deep. They took his balls. Can somebody verify Stop. that? Give, I don't even know why it's interesting. He wants the pictures. Like, he wants the no, pictures. I don't want to see Rock it. Said, Chris Rock said, he I just want to long. No, <laughs> no, I don't even want to look at the pictures. I just want to know. Terrible. Somebody tell me. He's did, so brave. Did Bruce no, he's not. lose he's so his crazy. nuts? He's crazy. There's nothing brave about that. That's fucking psychotic. No, but crazy. But I just want to know, did he lose his nuts? I don't, it's like, I why just, do we care about what's happening in these got, fucking we weird got, people's lives? But... Uh, like, no, if you gotta go, go. Yeah, oh, I wanted to do a song, man. Oh, I'll do a song. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, look, hey, what we're talking I've about. I've got that itch. Bro, I want to do a song. What, what man. we're Can talking I do about. A song here, you know? well, hey, Come what on, we're man. talking about is not really that interesting. No. I know. <laughs> it's like I was looking at the news earlier, and uh, I got this uh, update that Jennifer Aniston is okay. She's okay. <laughs> Which, like, I don't know if I could have lived another day without knowing this. <laughs> well, she's, I mean, it was kind but, of concern. What was she okay over? What happened? But she's okay. The she fact had, that she can't find a husband that'll stay with her. <laughs> oh, baby. But now I feel better because... He's got it, I got the report oh, that you want to talk about celebrity news. It was that Jennifer Gardner real story where oh, her the khaki thing oh. or something. Man. What happened? Was that not true? <laughs> what Is happened? it bullshit? Cool. What happened? Spread it, spread it. 
No. Spread it. No. What happened? Well, just that she had she was she went kayaking or something with her kid, thirteen year old kid, and then they were they got swept away into the sea and somebody saved them. Was it total BS? No, it's a kayaking uh, thing that went wrong. Yeah, Yeah, and they they almost friggin' died. But look, I saw I I saw the headline. Yeah. But even the headline didn't air, uh, uh, like. Didn't get, yeah, didn't interest me enough to even click it. Oh, okay. so that's yeah. all. That's because all. I was. It always, seemed like if if that actually had happened, you're you're with your kids struggling. Well, to, no, no. Know, was, I would. I think it was for real. Because I I was on a canoe trip with my dad. With we were, it was like a fifty mile canoe trip and stuff. Right. And it got kind of hairy, but nothing like you know. But we knew we we could still you know eventually get out <laughs> well, like we were, that, we're in the United States so we were okay we were like, like if if that story that you're telling right now in the canoe and she had and then it said the Sioux Indians attacked <laughs> now you then, got my then, then <laughs> I would click <laughs> the Sioux Indians right. attacked right. from their casino right <laughs> and I don't even know if they're that's their region but it sounds oh, nice yeah, right yeah, right, right. Yeah. so but then in I'd be Sweden. like oh that's shit. where it was for real Click, yeah, right. I would have been on that shit. But Jennifer Gardner, anything? Mm, not so much. I liked her in the. Do we have I liked any, her in the Grosser Girl. Did anybody Spanish really like her? Really? Mm, not so much. I mean, I. I think he uh, went two clicks Hillary and three Swain? clicks down. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, Hillary can play a wide range of characters. And so can Natalie Portman. Hillary uh, what? Hillary Swank? Or yeah. what? I would put her. Oh yeah, Hillary Swank. I'd put Hillary at a different level, dude. Yeah, because she, yeah, she, she, she can so be attractive. She can be not attractive. Or Natalie Portman. Who played the monster? Oh, that was um. No, no, that was like uh, Charlie. Charlie. Charlene Theron. 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 Yeah. That bitch went deep on that. <laughs> that chick is psycho. She looked man. heinous. Yeah. Wasn't she also in the um, the bastard of something county? She was the. She went and whooped that. Dude. Are we doing a Kenny Rogers song? Coward of the no, Coward no. of the County. No, she's, she's she's got incredible range. But the, right now, I'm putting I'm putting Hillary Swank versus Natalie Portman. What do you say, Jeff Papagrino? No, it's easy. Oh, that's man. easy. Hillary Swank. What? Easily. Well, she was with Clint Eastwood. As in, Natalie Portman's a lot nicer to look at. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but We're but Hillary Swank as like as the actress who is you're, phenomenal. Who you're going to put it in? I mean, Million Dollar Baby, she was freaking oh, yeah. great in that. Gosh, I love Clint Eastwood's movies, but man, they are such downers. <laughs> okay. Clint Eastwood's oh, movies my God. versus Robert... <laughs> Robert, Duke. Robert what? Hey, Clint Eastwood in that one movie where uh, the two Vietnamese kids. Oh wow, uh, Gran Torino. Yeah, Gran Torino. Oh, That's a good movie. God. That was rough. No, one. he yeah, but Million Dollar Baby, Mystic River. Mystic River was uplifting was compared uplifting. to Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> <laughs> They're both great films. What's the other, what's what's oh Robert Duvall. Hey. Robert Downey Jr. Were you talking about big directors? Director, oh, actor. I like Robert yeah, Downey Jr. Shut up. Shut up. Don't talk. No, don't talk. Oh, okay. Robert Duvall. Well, doing Robert Duvall. No, but mm, for directing, though? Direct. Oh, you're talking Robert Rodriguez? Maybe? No, no. no. Robert Zemeckis, no. Oh, God no. darn it. No, I'm just thinking. I was thinking. I'm just thinking as directors. Yeah. I I think the, there's four premier directors right now in movies. Maybe five, but there's. 
obviously Clint Eastwood's one of the greatest directors now. He is. He's he's earned that. He's got and and then uh, Martin Scorsese, Quentin Tarantino, yeah, Antonio Tarantino. Anto- Antonio whatever who did Birdman and the the Leo DiCaprio movie. What's the guy that did the uh, yeah the, the that's a fantastic film. the one out in the the wild and the snow and shit Leonardo DiCaprio yeah that's the same guy he's uh, he he did Birdman he's friggin that guy's awesome good. he also did uh, Twenty One Grand so this is the video I was talking about right here Jay. Young and liberal in America, it's both hopeful and disturbing. Sure, it is. Watch that video. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess it can be. I don't know who you're thinking. Not Robert Duvall, but, oh God, who's the other... Oh, wait, are Kevin Costner? Because nope. he directs, too? I don't yeah, know. he does, too, but not as big. No, nothing. He, well, he, had the, he did win the Oscar. What are we talking about? Directors? Yeah, director, actor. Mel Gibson? Solid. Nope. I don't know. Well, think of it. It'd be for next week. For next week, I'll come. With I don't the, know. I'll come with the salt. But, uh, but everybody has those movies that miss too. Those directors, it was just about if they do enough of them. This other guy, he hasn't missed it, but he's still kind of new. The guy Which who one's did. That? I can't pronounce his friggin' name. The guy from Argentina or whatever. Yeah, whatever. For who did Birdman? Did you guys see Birdman? That's a fantastic film. I don't the know. The whole movie is done. In such a way, how he cuts it, it looks like it's done in one shot up until the last two minutes of the film. The entire film. And it's got. It's not annoying? Not at all. It's fascinating and it's a fantastic. It's called Birdman. Birdman. It won the Oscar for Best Film like three, four years ago. Great film. Michael Keaton. How did I miss that? It's a great film. Oh, probably because Michael Keaton was in it. And he. It, he he should have won the Oscar. He was so freaking good. In it. And Ed yeah, Norton's in it. Edward Norton. I like Edward Norton. Edward Norton's fantastic. Oh, speaking of Edward Norton, did you see the roast of Bruce Willis? <laughs> Everybody, I haven't watched it yet. But wow. Yeah, I heard about it. Wow. You know the 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 biggest thing in that whole roast was that everybody called Edward Norton an asshole. <laughs> Why? Why? Is they, he? They tend to get they tend to get running jokes going and those things, and I think they just they let each other everyone, and then and then every, everyone's got to write a joke about who this. they're going to cut on somebody they're going to yeah. cut on each other, but that's right. what it is they're really roasting each other and then they have the right yeah which I can appreciate, but everybody calling him an asshole I was trying to figure out why I don't know and then the one guy was like uh, envious of like he's always wanted been be in everything that Robert or that Edward Norton was in. Mm-hmm. And he names off a bunch of movies, and at the very end he says, "And Selma Hayek." <laughs> <laughs> and that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, well, Ed Norton is certainly had. A, he's one of my favorite actors. I mean, American even, History X, fantastic. Uh, Fight film. Club. Fight. He has so many. That was There's a bunch. the guy is phenomenal. Hulk. Rounders wasn't he? Hulk or no? Pounds. No. Rounders. Rounders was is he in great. Rounders? Yeah, Rounders. He was the. Uh, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Rounders with Matt Damon. He was the loser, yeah, buddy. Was the loser buddy. Yeah, who uh, just keeps dragging him back down. Yeah, worm, uh, <laughs> and he is a worm. <laughs> that was a great movie. I've I've watched that movie probably. Maybe as much that's as why everybody calls him an asshole, because he fucked Matt Damon so many times in that movie. You know, like, <laughs> just totally screwed him up. Nice. Maybe, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But uh, do all right, so what are we news? doing? Nah, I mean we've yeah. covered a lot of news. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but I mean, I mean, sorry. Do we have a comedy preview? Uh, no, comedy scene uh, kind of sucks. No. I looked it up. Eh, not impressed. Okay. So nothing to talk about. But Jay wants to do a song. 
if you want. I was uh, thinking, I was feeling like whatever, maybe some Elvis, man. You know, uh, what are the Elvis? Yeah, man. Oh. Lord, I'm out of fuel. My temperature I don't know if any of our, I don't know if any of our Miss viewers even know who Elvis is. Well, I'll, I'll introduce you to him, man. If what about uh, or you can or pick something else? I don't even care. You can pick a song, man. You want? Yeah. How about uh, you, got, you, you feel be that song? Uh, what, you, what you just said made me think of uh, a song. What's that? Uh, feel like making love. Oh, love. What really? song? I can what song is that? That's bad Who's company. Is I'd rather do silver, blue, I and gold. I told you the story about being in Stockton at the state fair. Silver, blue, and gold is a better the county song. fair. San Joaquin County like Fair. Love. And they came out. And it was the last place I've ever, ever. I thought it was a cover band for Bad Company. And it was them. Yeah. And it was actually Bad Company. And I don't even think these fucking inbred motherfuckers even knew who it was. You know? Like, me, me and the lady are sitting there like, what? What? Really and then, and we're like, that's, that's one of their songs? Oh my God! They, that's one of their songs. Oh, they have a ten. And it was like they went like ten songs, and we're both looking at each other like, "Holy shit!" We had no idea for one that Bad Company had that many no, they good have a songs. Ton. They have a ton. Yeah, I'm I couldn't believe it. And then I love, I love, I love. And then we couldn't believe that they were in Stockton, California. We were there on accident, you know, like, like nobody would ever make that decision in life. To ever visit that fucking place, you know? But it just so happens oh, that, that you're there there on accident. That bad. It's that bad. You know? And if you live there, I apologize for the shitty decisions that, you that made, you've made in life. You mean like Sam Bernardino? But Sam uh, Bernardino. You know who you know who also Certain gets that claim to fame being the arp, armpit of California, I think it's Bakersfield, right? Yeah, I get that. I broke out. The car broke down outside of Bakersfield. People right. said, I ain't coming to Bakersfield. But don't you they up. call that because of the bend in California? How it, it kind of goes up and then shoots that yeah. way? Yeah. They call it the armpit of California? Thank you, man. Oh, so Thank you, you very much. I'm burning love. A little bit All of right. My aunt, who had an aneurysm, she's not all there anymore because of it. Yeah. Her name is uh, Tina, and my mom's sister. Because of my lip right here, the way it goes down like that. She always called me uh, Baby Elvis. Baby Elvis. This one. Well, this one's going out to Tina and Baby Elvis. Thank you. Tina Thank you. Chuck Thank you, Tina. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you Tina, very much. Who uh, uh, took me a lot of places and did a lot of things when I was a kid. And uh, she even the, came to visit me. This one goes out for you. When I was a young kid in Costa Rica. And living in a tent on the side of a volcano. She came out to visit. That's no joke, fuckers. <laughs> living in a tent yeah. on the side of a volcano. Hey, it, it sounds unbelievable. Well, it does. I, a dormant volcano. No. A lie? I mean, there was houses and people lived on the side okay. of the volcano. But, right. but our house was being built. And in Costa Rica, like... Like here, if a house is going to be built, it would take like three months, right? There, it took like three years or whatever the fuck it was, right? So we lived in a tent on the property until the shit was built. I, I had yeah, this, hey, I had on the shit side in a, of a look, volcano. It was a, a tent, hole. I, I tell you. I had to shit in a hole and use the big leaves as toilet paper. Well, who wouldn't? We didn't have toilet paper. We had big leaves. 
elephant. Near the volcano. <laughs> Dude, when you're when you're between ten and twelve years old. I mean that's like that fucking will, that huh? That will adjust you. That Scorpions in the tent. So you are definitely living large now, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just knew I, I got toilet paper in the house. He goes and gets extra toilet paper. To I got some bike. extra just in case. Yeah. I'm just saying. Oh, after that, I got some old shirts if they run out. Paper or plastic? Paper uh, or elephant plant. In a tent in the back. Uh, appreciate what you have is all I'm saying. Absolutely, hey. I do. Every day. All Until right. you go to another country and see what's up. All right, let's hear it. Do it. Hit that one, Mr. Chubby. Come on, guy. Come on, guy. Hit it. We're sitting here with eager anticipation. I got that buzz you hear in the background is the air conditioner. Uh, it's too hot oh, to yeah. turn it off. Lord Almighty, I feel my temperature rising. Higher and higher, I don't know which way to go. Girl, 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 you're gonna set me on fire. Mm. My brains are flaming, and I don't know which way to go. Got the lyrics right that down. Cause your kisses lift me higher. Like the sweet sound of a choir You light my morning sky Burning love Ooh, ooh, ooh I feel my temperature rising Hmm Help me flaming I must be a hundred and nine I'm burning, burning Burning and nothing can cool me yeah, I might turn to smoke, but I feel fine. Yeah, cause your kisses lift me higher, like a sweet sound of a choir. You light my morning sky, burning love. This one's going out for you, Tina, and baby Elvis. Here we go, baby Elvis. It's coming closer. The flames are not licking my body. Ooh. Won't you help me? I feel like I'm slipping away. Mm. It's hard to breathe. My chest is a heaving, a heaving. Lord of mercy, I'm burning a hole where I lay. I had some beans and chili last night. This is lift me higher, like a sweet sound of a choir. You light my morning sky, I'm burning love. Mm, burning love. Mm, I'm just a hunger, hunger, burning love. 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 I'm just a hunger, hunger, burning love. A hunger, hunger, burning love. A hunger, hunger, burning love. I'm just a hunger, hunger, burning love. Yeah. I want a little Axel Rose on you at there the you end. Go. <laughs> hey, we, yeah. pr- we probably need to put the disclosure on there that we don't. We don't condone the sexual no, feeling we, that you're feeling right about 
We don't own any of the rights to any of these songs. We don't own uh, Please don't sue us, YouTube. And we're just doing it as a karaoke <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It's a feel. So. We're good feeling. Well, uh, gentlemen, I'm ready to, I got to bail out of here and make sure the mouth? family's not burning and burning, you know. But they're okay. Jay, the Holy Roller's got a uh, little fire issue uh, mm-hmm. up near the house. And not the beans or the chili. No uh, actual fire, so he's going to take off and check on the fam. And our thoughts and prayers, at least my family and I, were our thoughts and prayers with everyone that's being affected by that, especially over in Mendocino and all that area. Because I got got a lot of family and friends there that are just, it's not good. And hope uh, praying the firefighters can get this thing under control. And hopefully the rains come and help there too. You know, we joke about a lot of stuff, and maybe we seem a little insensitive sometimes, but when it comes to stuff like that, uh, we hope everybody is safe and uh, nobody's affected uh, too terribly by these fires. Uh, we know people have passed away and we uh, feel for the families that have uh, suffered a loss and uh, hopefully there's no more losses out there. Absolutely. But we absolutely 100% uh, coming from the Polona Chubby Show uh, send our uh, heartfelt thoughts and prayers to you guys and uh, hopefully your families are safe yeah amen yeah for sure so jay the holy roller thanks for putting in another outstanding effort this week we'll see you next week get all your friends and family to come out to august 30th at the wildwood we will see you so uh, we might go a little extended time, guy. I don't know if, it's all about me. if Mama it's all about uh, me. Is she cooking? Been... Street tacos, man. What's going on? That's the door. Oh, uh, I don't know if no on your end if uh, if we gotta shut the garage on. Should I get it? I can right. get it. Either way, but uh, are you uh, you're all right to do more? Because you had a call. Uh, the the uh, about to die, you, you had a call mid flow. Uh, the check in was uh, she she couldn't see me on the Google Maps oh. app, and so she wanted oh. to make sure. She goes, "All oh. she got to do is and turn on YouTube." Says, and she says, "Don't disappear," oh. because last time you just wound up at a bar with with Rick. Well, sometimes like, that can happen. Sometimes that can happen, you know. Not tonight, though. Not but tonight, though. No. But Street uh, tacos. But okay. all you gotta do is turn into uh, Facebook. Facebook, right now, a little, little live. How how'd you do that? Yeah. It's live. It might be a delay, but it's live. Yeah, like a two minute delay. I mean, you could probably yeah, put it in somebody and not yeah. be seen. We could. <laughs> are, you, are you making an offer? Uh, no, uh, no, not at all. No. Uh, an offer you can't refuse. Uh, I don't think anything can fit. I've been constipated lately. I'm all full. Too much no vacancies. <laughs> so this has been Wednesday night, the Polona and Chubby Show. If you're just tuning in, Wednesday night, man. Yeah, it's all right. You know, it's midweek, hump week. You know, hump day. Uh, but uh, this uh, has been. If you're just tuning in, uh, for some reason you had other shit to do, and you're just now checking us out. Uh, this is the Polona and Chubby Show. It's our weekly show. Uh, we are just talking about whatever comes up. There honestly is not a whole lot of structure uh, to the show. It's more of uh, what you're feeling at the time. 
sometimes we get wrapped up in topics like tonight we got wrapped up in some topics uh, that you know uh, were pretty interesting so uh, you know we we dug deep into those but we appreciate you hanging in there if you've been uh, watching the whole time then wow wow we gotta give it to you we've been here the whole time but the look of surprise on on, on Pelon's face when he realized that Sophia Hutchins was a dude. I can't believe it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't I see who's putting that? The, that's you. you I didn't. Hit your hands. No, you I did not. I did not touch it. Uh, that's yeah, a trip. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, yes, yes and yes. Um, so that, I, that's I a dude. A, I had a, uh, yeah, yeah. There was a there was a comment. My, one of my friends posted with regards to the sadness over Venezuela and how far off things are happening and falling apart. Um, Venezuela. Venezuela. But okay, hold on. First, let's, let's let me ask you this. Talk to me. One of those countries. I know they're going through some shit, but one of those countries in South America is supposed to have the best economy out of any country in the world right now. So is it Chile, Venezuela? I'm saying what? Chile would be better off. Venezuela. And they're, they're I know they've been going through some shit, but one of those countries is reported to have the best economy in the world no, right not, now. It's not Venezuela. They're falling apart. Um, the only way because of their... God, is it socialism, capitalism? pure just evil um he won't take any aid it's it's a bad situation is he a dictator he's very much so a dictator so how long has he been in power oh god he's kind of like a um like a mel demarcos type of uh freaking was his family in power power so it's a hung lung jing young whatever from uh north korea passed down passed down yeah, that's crazy. It's hard to remove. What's up, Ma? We're kind of, sort of. I mean, we're Street like... tacos. A guy, come on in. Come on, Mom. Ma, come in. What are you cooking? cooking? Guy was like... Street tacos. And I didn't catch it at first, but... It was but, a subtle t- But it was, it was a subtle hint that he has had... A craving for street tacos. Huh? Yeah, Jeff is gone. Oh, Jay, Jay the Holy Roller? Oh, look at Sister's like doing the hair. Smells good, whatever it is. What are you making, Mom? Smells like teriyaki. Huh? Nope. Oh, 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 oh. Pa, come on, Pa. Pa. They can't see. Sister. Oh my goodness, really? Yes. No, yes. stop, stop, stop. That's not okay. It's raining. That is not okay. Go under, go under. Go under. Sit on the couch. Oh, sit on the couch. Yes. All the kids sit on the couch. No, go on the couch, sister. Alright, so this show's fucking. This show's pretty much over. Always and forever. Close the door. Beautiful. Sorry about that. That's great. Excuse me. Bless you. So uh, now, when you when 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 
All right. So, uh, viewers, when you uh, look at me and judge me, understand that that is what I deal with on a daily basis right there. I love my children, but... The fact that Pelon has not exploited his children and have him on a YouTube channel, I give this man huge props because he would be in the billions of dollars right now if he knew if he had a camera on them kids on 24-7 and could hold his shit to record long enough, he'd have a YouTube channel that would be fat. That little chubby kid is the chubby kid super. Alone. The little chubby kid alone. He is a talent. Yeah. So right. I'm, I'm working with a talent. I'm going to be doing uh, YouTube. I'm just going to be doing the editing. I won't be doing the video. Um, but another little kid that um, he's a he's a he's a but five at, years old. Right, five, four, oh my god! This one at four years old. My goodness! I mean, what do you, I mean? Okay, I'm the dad. You know, everybody always thinks their kids are good looking. Oh, no, they're talented. All that bullshit. I know. I heard the stories. Freaking no, but Junior would punch you and tell you you're nothing. Right, but but you looking at him aside from me. Yeah. Most. Four-year-old kids, are they like that? Nope. Would you say that he is like... Exceptionally. Exception. Exception. I mean, I, I think he's super smart, super. but I think he he's a talent. He's, mean, got a, he's got a good beat on situations and everything. But I don't want to be that dad that puts him on, you know, and like you say, exploits him. Yeah, no. I, I don't want to be that guy. Huge props because, I mean, you'd be in the billions right now, man. I'm saying rolling in it. I hear all these parents on YouTube yelling, like, you know, oh, yelling in the background. Oh, yelling right and get it. Yeah, no. You know, and yeah. I'm like. You can just turn the camera on assholes, this one. Right? Yeah, this one. Yeah. But don't be surprised if Pilon has a channel next week with his son Junior on Facebook. Well, uh, with that, with, with, uh, with that, that kind of money. Said, yeah, well, that kind of money. I might have to explore my uh, <laughs> auctions. And, and uh, we'll be on uh, next week. And June will be announcing where he's taking his talents. <laughs> he's going to be looking for a new manager. Dad, you suck. You know, it's going to be awesome. Hey, if, if we can hire a manager that can get him to blow up, I'll pay him the percentage. I don't give a <laughs> shit. And then you can't blame me. Yeah. It's he's got a manager. What the fuck? Go, yeah, go. go blame him for, yep. you know, exploiting a, a, a little kid, yeah. you know? Yeah. We are here just for you people. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Well, partly. Well. Because I really like doing this. I love doing this, man. And uh, with anything good, though, you can only do it for so long without receiving some kind of compensation. Okay. Do I, I, do I mention it? Because I, actually, I had a couple of, I don't know if they're dreams, mini episodes or something that I just blew up and walked out because we haven't been compensated. But at the same time, just being able to go back and watch them, I feel like I get, I get paid over and over again. I got the, the product well, some of, of my it, labor. Some of it is practice. It's gold, man. Right. Like, and, and now I got skills. I've got a more focus. But when we, we first started. Right. We were like, oh man, we're gonna make millions. Well, no, it's not about that. It's I think, I that. think, I think it will evolve into something big, but right now we are like paying our dues. Oh yeah. And we're learning, 
and we're getting better at our craft. And I think when you go through the natural process of putting in time and getting better at what you do, and it's not just handed to you because we weren't famous when we started like a lot of these other guys. So or weren't famous for talking. That's for damn sure. If we earn what we think we can get in the end of all this by putting in hard work and getting better at what we do and people want to listen, I'd rather take that all day long. Fuck the two years not getting paid. It's okay. You know? It's all right. I can deal with it. You know, and, and I call it putting in our dues. So here's 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 the thing I do on social media, Facebooking, and just t- twittering around with things. Um, the conversation with regards to the fall of um, of Venezuela. So I get to troll certain comments, and and this one's got uh, taken away from what they're actually talking about. Uh, a guy's talking about how capitalism and how socialism works. His description. So I'm working in a building contractor pounding nails. One pound. uh, I pound 10 nails a minute. The guy next to me pounds one. Spends most of his time talking about problems with his wife. I now pound one nail per minute. Welcome to socialism. So in his point of view. Everybody commented on that. Everybody understands the socialism through his simple explanation of it. There's a little back and forth. I'm bored with the commentary. And so I enter a small diversion. I pound the co-worker's wife. I nail her good for three hours while the co-worker is pounding beers at the pub. I give her zero dollars per hour. She is just happy. This goes on for three years. The co-worker is now dying of congenital heart disease and has to stop working. Comments, likes, and loves for my detraction of socialism. I don't do it for popularity. I do it just for the hell of it. See things differently. Use someone else's comparison. And then when your comments surpasses the number of likes about the original thing, you struck a chord. You made something that was using the same principle. Um, that's when that's when we uh, we create and be able to push the envelope. So there's many ways to um, explain things. I spin, we spin, we sit here and we talk, and we talk on great length. Sometimes it's spin, other times it's appreciation, but you know, our ideas, this, this'll, this'll forever be a part of me. This, this thing here, you know, it, it came together and, uh, yeah, I will only get better from here with your support. We look for Patreons on patreon.podbean.com slash Chubby. 
Website will be up soon. I don't know why it's website? not up soon. Our Pallone and Chevy podcast website. We have the I paid pod- for it. Just don't. Do, do you want me to build it? Sure. If, if I build it, they will come. But we, we have, uh, I paid for a Pallone and Chevy. Yeah. Dot right. com. So we have it and we can build our own site and become our own president and own our own content and get off of Facebook and then create a way for you guys to really, really so support can, us. They can just come on our website and watch. Yeah. Be better. Instead of going to Facebook. We'll have a better audience, bigger audience and be able to own our content. I've been saying this since day one. So now that we're rounding 47, getting tiresome half a century mark at 50. I mean, I'm, I don't want to total blackout media Facebook because I do love the audience and my cousins came and visited tonight. Um, but there are other avenues and there are other ways and we get to own our content. Um, and so we're going to look at those things and then we're going to look for engagement. Um, we, we're looking for better gear for the, for the studio, but we just want people to be a part of the show. Um, so having our own output and we'll get better. I want to, I want a better camera. Okay. Okay. But you know, I want it to be super clear like you're watching the news because when I watch stuff, when it, the quality is a little lousy, yeah, I don't want to watch it anymore. So I look at it like that, like for our viewers, if they want to watch it, because most people like to watch, it's hard to listen to podcasts and just like, I love podcasts. I listen to myself, but not everybody can just listen. Some people are visual and they want to actually see like, like, take, for example, when Howard Stern was on, and he was super popular. And in the beginning, you could only listen to him, right? He was on the radio. And that was cool, right? Yeah. A lot of people listened. That's why he became super, super famous. And the dude's good. But when he started on the E! channel, I believe, and you could actually watch him on video even though the quality wasn't all that great or whatever, but you could actually watch the show. Well, it gave more believability to what they were doing. Now, and here's a point. Here's a, I'd like to uh, send a shout out to, and I will leave this in the podcast because he actually listens to the podcast versus watching the live. But I ran into Jose from the Inland Tavern. So I, I would, I would, I ran into Jose. I would rather is, listen. I was sitting, I was sitting right watch. there right. and he says, to be honest, I listen to the podcast. Right. It sounds better. It you feels should. Better. The you quality should. is better. The quality is better. You Plus, in. you can't pay attention to the video. You what are you What are you seeing anyway? You're, just, you're not. There's really nothing to see. Really going on here uh, until we start just you know having models come in here and humping on dry humping of speaker while we um, like. Like a very but, famous... Um, but do we want to be that show? Well, we don't want to be that show. We're going to do our own thing, and we're going to... Because Danny's like, why don't you get Costillo, some strippers and Costillo, hookers in there? And Look, buddy, it's been done. We're yeah. going to do something different. We're going to have an audience that's here you know, for you, us. You know what they're going to say if we did that? We're copying. We're hacking. We're hacking. We're and we're hack- not that. You know, like, you know they call ha- comics that, that are like, whatever, they're hacky. Yeah. And I don't want to be a hacky comic. I don't want to be a hacky show. I want to be uh, original. But how do you uh, be original without trying to 
reinvent the wheel. Okay. These shows have been done a certain way for a reason. I'm going to take a. I'm going to take another class. I took a class in improv. I'm going to take another class, um, actual stand up, because I, I've watched my tapes from the last couple of shows. I watched and listened to my performances. I'm still not where I want to be. Do you ever get there? I, I don't know, but at the same time, I enjoy it because when I do give and I feel like giving my all, I've committed to the bits that I've I brought to the presentation, and when the crowd is going crazy, or when they're going, you know. I've had a standing ovation. I've had get off the stage or you're ridiculous. And then afterwards, <laughs> afterwards, it's just, it's so amazing because all I have is my tapes. All I have is my recordings. Um, and then everyone else's, what they took from the performance. So this next show, actually, I want to just host and I want to see you perform. August 30th. I want to see you all right. perform. So, do you know the... Uh, I want to I learn the art of hosting like, again. It's another art, but... So, as far as hosting goes, what do you think of my hosting? You're an amazing host. So, I've accomplished that anyway. So, and you, at the same time, you talk shit like I don't... I, well, you know, I, I guess that's your plug, your bit, and that's you, and you're entitled to. Do you really need to? What's that? Talk bad about us and oh, thank God that was the last of the podcast <laughs> members. <laughs> what? We now uh, have some real talent coming to the stage. I'm like, what look the it, fuck? Let me doing? let me put it like this: when the cast reaches a point where I think they're good, mm-hmm. then I'll say it. Oh my God, I'm not good now. Look, I have a desire. Let me let me put it like this. Okay. First, Kathy's been with me forever and ever. Mm-hmm. She's been to a lot of my shows. When I first started, she went with me for two years and never left. No, and I never performed. What? Wait a minute. She went to two years. Oh, you never. Oh, okay. we went. They to were the your shows. No, you were the- we went to the punchline in San Francisco. Okay, Embarcadero. Uh huh. For two years, plus other clubs. Okay. Looking for talent because we were producing shows, but at the same time, I was learning. So for two years, I never got on stage. I just watched. Hmm. So finally, I got on stage. In probably a year, maybe two years, Kathy told me, you are terrible. (laughs) Absolutely horrible. horrible. Don't go on stage again, please. Wow. Don't embarrass yourself. That was absolutely awful. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. So probably it may have been like almost three years of doing sets and just keep on going and keep on going and trying to learn okay. from really good comics. I went out there and did a set and I came off the stage and I expected the same like 
oh, that was terrible. But actually, I felt pretty good about my performance. Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty decent. And she looked at me and she said, you know what? That wasn't bad. <laughs> and to me, like, she said that wasn't bad, but to me, I heard... Let's get you naked. You were great. You're the best. Right. Because yeah. all I've heard is how shitty you are. Right. So I heard that wasn't bad. And from there, it just kept on getting like... She was like, wow, that was actually pretty good. Okay, okay. You know, but then I've had my... Like every comic, and I don't care who you are out there, and you can admit it, not admit it, whatever. But you've had the great sets, and then you feel like you've taken like 100 steps forward, and then you take 50 steps backwards, and you're shitty again. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. You know, so uh, I just kept on going and trying to get better and better and better and try and really think about like the flow of my jokes. Yeah. Like one leading to the other where it makes sense. Okay. You know, like where there's some structure mm -hmm. and not just jumping all over the place, but really try and like map out where you can lead one. They segue into each other. And so I worked on that for a long time. And then I got into like, okay, like every comic, there's no money, you know? So I started producing shows. And the worst thing that happened producing shows and you've heard some of the comments about the shows I produced yeah from like Kirk and some other people uh, I had success and that's probably the worst thing for me as a comic that could have happened because I experienced success and I just kept on going with the producing and didn't work on me mm -hmm. and ended up being the host all the time and never worked on mine, but became a good host, like you're saying. Right. So that's why my skills as a host have been like pretty honed in. And I've been taught by other comics, don't say too much, don't do time in between. If a comic does good, you know, like all the shit that they go on the road and they do one-nighters or they do certain comedy clubs that they don't want to see your little bits your little right stuff. so I've learned from them all of that stuff well like, I, I guess I've been lucky in a different aspect because again when I first started um, it was a performance I shouldn't have been there um, but since I hijacked it don't leave a microphone open around me folks that's all I'm going to say um, and then you're going to have to run me off you're gonna to have to play me off, unplug the mic or something, because I, I I have to be up there till I'm done. I'm gassed out or I I've run out of things to say. You know, I'm I'm a firm believer in learning the right way and learning from professionals. You know, and uh, learning all the rules, etiquette, everything that goes with it. And that's why sometimes I have a hard time with Michael Jordan. Okay. He quit okay. the game. He walked away. He had issues and all that stuff, but he could have still played. And he could have brought up the young guys and taught them the right way how the game really is played. 
but he left. Where if you take Magic Johnson, he wanted to continue to play, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't allow him to. So he hung They around. kicked him out of the game mm-hmm. because he had AIDS. Right. And the education about AIDS at the time wasn't what it is now. But that's my biggest knock on Michael Jordan is that the game made him. Everything that he is today is from basketball. So he owes it to the game to give back. Yeah. And he had the ability to do it, but he didn't want to. Magic wanted to, but he didn't have the ability to do it. They forced him out of the game. Yeah. So it's the same thing with comedy. All these young kids, I don't hate them. I don't hate the San Diego comedy scene. I dislike the fact that these kids aren't learning the proper way. They're not learning from professionals because every professional runs from this place. None of them stay around and teach them the rules. They don't bring them up the proper way. Mm. They don't teach them the etiquette. They don't give them all the tools that they need to be successful. So it's not a hate thing for me. It's more like I'm not going to accept mediocrity. I'm not going to accept the fact that you don't know and you should know. I'm not going to accept that you feel like you deserve an express ticket to stardom without putting in your work. So it's not like I hate all of the comics. I don't want to see them succeed because that is definitely not me. I hope everybody makes it huge. But be willing to put in the work. Be willing to learn. Be willing to take the proper route to success. And so many people aren't willing to do that. You know, and they feel entitled, like they deserve to headline. Well, guess what? Hmm. You'll headline your own show. When you're ready. Yeah, they'll headline their own show. Right, but that's not the way to do it. That's not the way to do it. No, you can start your own shows wherever you want. Start your own clubs like it's been done. But that's not the way to do it. Earn it the proper way. Let the people decide who they want to headline. And they'll tell you. They'll tell you. They'll go up to these club owners. They'll go up and they'll say... They'll, they'll make you valuable. Wow. They'll make you a headliner. They'll make you money. Let's take, for example, the young lady I talked to earlier today. Okay. Vicki Barbalak. Okay. I don't know her personally, but I can feel what she has gone through over the years. She gets booked big big shows I don't think so but she has been a working comic for a long long time so she took a gamble and she had a good set when she needed to have a good set she went on 
America's Got Talent. For comics, Simon doesn't like comics. He's made it very clear. Uh, it's probably not the easiest route to go for notoriety. But if you can make that crowd laugh, if you can be successful in that environment, you're going to skyrocket. Yeah. there's. I mean, there's been a couple that have excelled right. and gone on. But there's been many that haven't many done anything. Have not. Right. So, to her credit, she went on the show, and she had some success. So now, where she would drop into like Fremont Street and do a set on her own to better herself, whatever she just felt like doing a set, and not enough comics do that. Go out and do a set even though they get paid other places, just go out for free and do a set. So she went out and she did a set there, which was a phenomenal set. Actually, if you were there at the Tremont Street Bar and Grill and saw Vicki Barbalak do her set there, I think it was better than the set she did on the actual show. But uh, so now she's been seen. Uh, she had good success on the show. I thought it was okay. Um, but it's received uh, a lot of attention and so now she's getting booked. So we reached out to her to do a show. Insane. Yeah. And uh, uh, here in Vista. And uh, uh, apparently she's getting uh, booked for a lot of shows. So it might not work for us. But uh, I'm happy for her. Oh, yeah. Because you could see with the reaction that the crowd had that uh, this was a long time coming for her. Yeah. That's... And uh, she is battle-tested. She has gone through a lot of shit. She is a hard-working comic out there and has just needed a break. And it's good to see somebody like that that's put in the work, put in the time, and did it the right way and respected her craft to finally get a break. And it's a huge break. And uh, it's probably going to make her everything that she's wanted to be. And I'm happy for her. I think it's great. Amazing. You know? But yep. for you younger comics that are out there and you're wanting stuff to happen and you're disappointed in the whole process and you're like, you know, why am I not getting seen? Why am I not doing big things and all that stuff? We've been doing this for a long time. We still haven't got our break. Nope. But it doesn't discourage us. We're still plugging away. We're still going to make it happen one way or another. And uh, we're going to get that break. It's going to happen. We believe it's going to happen. Car runs out of gas. You don't get in front of the, don't get in front of it to push it. So you get behind and then push yeah. you get more grind. You get more work out of it, more effort. So uh, Stick behind it. Stay behind it and keep pushing. We're not giving up. And we're not giving up. The advice that I'm giving is for you younger comics, slow down. Slow down. You remember uh, that kid, uh, he's actually doing pretty good right now. Russell. Russell. Russell something. Little young kid, skinny little kid. Very funny. Russell something. So he comes to me and he says, we did a show uh, in uh, Oceanside when I was running that 
Greenbrier. Russell Brand? No. No, okay. Russell, now he's in L.A. Okay. He used to, he used to go around with that redhead kid, Matt Burke. Oh. Russell, funny kid, but he used to hang out with Matt Burke. Okay. Little redhead kid. So they're up in L.A. Anyway, we were doing a show at the Greenbrier. So I used to do an open mic oh, there. Oh, there, huh? And then we did a show at PCH on Coast Highway. Okay. Open mic there, too. I used to do a bunch of open mics. And so I told uh, I told Russell, and he came up to me later on. He said, you know, you told me, give me some advice when I did one of your shows. And I remember it to this day. I remember exactly what you said. And it's probably the most important thing that anybody's ever said to me. But I told him very simply, when you think you're good, you're really not. That's huge. When you think you've made it, you really haven't. Mm. So always, always know that you need to improve, you need to be better, and you're nowhere as good as you think Thank you, you are. Wow. And he thanked me years later. He thanked me. And he said, that was uh, probably the most important thing I've ever heard, and I needed to hear it at that specific time. So when you see me out there and you think I'm a little harsh, like uh, I saw, um, what's that dude's name that was partners with Rocky out at the uh, club out there? Adam? Uh, not Bubba, but yeah. Um, was it Adam? Adam. Washerman. Yeah. I saw him out somewhere in uh, San Aleo Hills. We're at a bar, and and uh, you know he said I was never that funny, mm -hmm. which is okay. That's his opinion, whatever. But uh, he said when he went off on me one time on on Facebook, I think it was, that uh, I seemed like a bully, like I was bullying people on there. I never want to come off that way for your younger comic and I say anything. You know, like I said something about Corey one time. Yeah. But I never want you to, like, hate me or think that I'm an asshole. I want you to learn and know that what I'm telling you is one day going to help you to be a better comic. And regardless of what you think about me, I have worked with thousands of comics that have made it big big and so i know what i'm talking about when it comes to that whether you like my brand of comedy whether you like my performance what i tell you about the business what i tell you about you and what i see is real so that's why when you ask me what i think about you Personally, yes. Guy Murray, not Chubby, not the Plone and Chubby show, but Guy Murray as a stand-up comic. I like fifty percent of the material. I think it's good. It's, it's not different. It's not hacky. It's no. I think it's legit. I think we need to maybe uh, work on the flow of the stuff, uh, write some new stuff every day, 
and try out new stuff, mm-hmm. um, which is tough. A lot of comics don't want to dedicate and do it, but write new stuff every day, try new stuff, um, and really find where you want to be as a comic. Bring some energy to it. People find stuff funnier when they get excited about it, when there's an energy. When I come out flat, no response. Mm -hmm. When I come out super energized, and here's an example. Rich Flores, you brought him up earlier. Yeah. Rich the Stitch, which you know I don't like stage names, but Rich. The funny guy. His mom, who at the end of our relationship, turned on me a little bit. Okay. Which is fine. And I, I, I think she's a great person. But she has seen me perform many, many, many times. When I come out on stage and I'm energized and I feel it and I give the crowd a ton of energy and I'm animated, that's when she's come up to me and she said, that is the best I have ever seen you, ever, ever. So it makes a huge difference. You know, come out and know that you're entertaining the crowd and put on a show. Material is important, mm-hmm. but the show is the most important because you can take mediocre material and turn it into genius with the performance behind it. Yeah, no, I, I, I recall when I first met you and you came over when Rich was actually doing my little pizza room. Yeah, yeah. Rosetti or whatever. Rosie, Rossi, Rossi's Pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I, I was, I was, I was more impressed by your performance than Rich's that night. But I have to get consistent and do that every, every time. time. Yeah. And work on new material mm-hmm. and work on the flow of the material. Where one joke leads to another joke, you can get a call back to an old joke. Right. You know, and actually be professional. That's professional. So yeah, I'm so I'm gonna be taking taking take a class. I did an improv class which helped me with my physicality. Stage I, presence. Stage presence. I I've taken um, professional speaking. I've actually spoke professionally as a training exercise for a local golf company got paid ducats um so sage presence is there um i i don't write per se i really don't that that's my biggest thing so which is probably the most important, important thing yes as a comic as a comic um write five new jokes not long-winded you know just five Pick a premise mm-hmm. and talk about it. There's jokes. Like, we'll sit here on the show I, I, and there's, I, I, jokes. there's jokes. Yeah, there's jokes. Um, I, I, I figure I figure my style is going to more be of a problem solver. Um, and what you find can do? The, find the, yeah, yeah. You know who's a problem solver comic? Tommy Savage. Tommy Savage is a good... Oh, my gosh. Hey, how and about? he's actually created a whole thing on it. Okay. A whole Vegas show on problem solving. <laughs> yeah. The, ta- the Tommy Lama. Oh, yeah. Tommy Lama. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Like me, I'm more uh, fire and brimstone, 
shock and awe, you know, like take the ridiculous, you know, like my one of my favorite jokes, which I need to develop more, is sayings. Like when I hear people say stuff, mm-hmm. to me, it's like genius. Like, why do we say what we say? Like you've heard like people don't really like the joke, but people in hell want ice water. I hear that and I'm like, do people in hell really want ice water? Do you think that's on their top five list of shit that they want? If they were to sit down and write a list, you think water is on the top five list? No, I'm sure. Right. So where do these saying where do these sayings come from? Or like somebody says, This tastes like shit. You wanna try it? Taste it, taste it. Why would I wanna try it if it tastes like shit? Why? You just said it tastes like shit. No, but taste it, please, taste it. Tell me if it's, it's like shit. No, I believe you. I believe you. You know, I, but it's funny with the, the things that people say. Like, what a difference a day makes. You've heard that joke. Oh, yeah. You know, it, what a different, uh, just little shit that people say. You know, so then I take that joke and I put it to the ridiculousness. What a difference a tit job makes. Of course. That's just what I do. But I find that, to me, that is an interesting joke that has no limits. Oh, oh, Because if you take all the sayings that people say, that joke could go on for an hour. Because I'm a well-spoken man, but I can definitely mess up what I'm speaking about. And that's going to be a great premise for a bunch of jokes and I... Feel like, I just need to write them down. Like I, I why we say what we say? Yeah. Go ahead. You need to get it? Nah. You can always edit it out if you have to. <laughs> Let's see what's up. She want to get on the air? No. Are we still on Facebook? Yeah. Just tell her to go to Facebook and watch. So, uh... This, you know what, when I, when we originally like looked at this show and thought about doing this show, yeah, I really wanted to, I mean, we kind of have gone in a lot of different directions, but initially I wanted to talk about, you know, comedy and give people the insight to like behind the scenes right. about comedy, new comics, like what way to go, what what to do, uh, veteran comics that have hit a wall, like you're not the only one that's going through that, you know, and just really like make it a show that comics could listen to. But for some reason they've all turned and they don't want to listen. Um. And then the format of podcasts. We're, we're not doing a school. We're not doing a. We're not doing a seminar, a webinar. Uh, these are very powerful nuggets that you're getting. May taking some time to draw them out of us, but the purpose of us doing this was uh, was that. And it's not so much trying to teach people no. or preach to people. Sure. Yeah. It's uh, working off of experiences. Mm-hmm. So we put it out there and we're like, hey, you know, uh, professional comics, 
like Adam Richmond was on the last one. Yeah. But only because he was on our show. And he really didn't give any insight to like, you know, how he got to where he is now today. You know, it was more just messing around with us. Right. Where I would have enjoyed to hear like how he got to this stage in his life as a comic. But, right. But I don't, no, I never mean it. Like, and that's why I'm saying it. That's why I felt compelled to talk about it, you know? And say like, hey, I'm not trying to knock you. I'm just trying to tell you that there's a certain etiquette. There's a certain way to come up in this business. And uh, trying to shortcut it and not put in the time is not the way to do it. So that's what we're kind of talking about. You know, it's nice and quiet. Mark wasn't here. Jay left. So now me and Guy just had a little... Heart to heart. A little one-on-one time. How we... How we first started in the very beginning. Comedy Talk with Heart. Our next month in September, you saw Jay, the Holy Roller? Yeah. Next month is uh, Pallone and Chubby birthday yeah. in September. Yeah. No, it's the show's birthday. One year in September. We're going to have a birthday show, and I think it might just fall on number 5 I think you're right. Are very close to it. Very close. Which is going to be two numbers that are big. You want to do the party? Yeah. Five. Show number 50. I have to get my cousins. And you're going to bring your cousins over? Yep. All right, well, we'll have to do a nice, clean show for the cousins to come. What, what did you just do with the headphones, Pa? I have to bring All right, Jay, the Holy Roller, will be invited. And Mark, the blind guy? Yeah. Oh, to make it a real party. Yeah. And Trixie. He's And then Guy can bring his wife. It's a party. And we'll have all the wives down here. And we'll make salsa for Jeff Poppy Gringo. That'll be very interesting, huh? We'll get a babysitter for hey, the kids. Hey, we still got a chili cook-off. We... Next year, a whole year, we, we got stuff to do. We might be able to do it that night also. Man, your chili ain't touching my chili, dude. Uh-huh. Your salsa ain't touching my salsa. First of all, first mm. of all. So so let's let's try and put that together. Okay. We have all the old ladies show up in here. We'll have a babysitter for all the kids upstairs, and uh, we'll do the uh, chili or salsa cook-off. Ended. That's cool. oh, whatever. So we'll have uh, we'll put that together. Okay, let's do that. Hey, June, this is your favorite part of the show. We'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. Please subscribe. Please like our show. Make a comment down below. Chubby boy. No, we don't do it that way. So we'd like everybody uh, say thank you to everybody for tuning in every Wednesday to the Blown and Chubby Show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. The thumbs up. Until next week, until we see you again, see ya! Good night, everybody.